spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us here on this Friday, June 4th, 2021. We have uh, about uh, nine years to go. Uh, then we have uh, Agenda 2030 firmly in place, unless, of course, we can uh, throw off the shackles of these people trying to do this to us. We're going to talk about some of that today, the potential uh, gay op of the whole uh, UFO phenomena. It's kind of interesting. And I actually, I wanted to bring Tim Murdoch on to do a kind of a separate interview on this, like a two-hour show. And then we ended up having some technical issues here over the week, and so I couldn't get him booked in in time. And so I thought, uh, due to the fact that Lana couldn't join us today, uh, I thought, let's bring on Tim Murdoch today. Let's do it today instead, and we can actually talk about the UFO. UFO stuff. We can talk about some of the current news that's been happening as well. Uh, Tim, always a pleasure having you with us. How are you, sir? It's fantastic to be here, Henrik, <laughs> and uh, thank you for inviting me on. I'm sitting waiting to watch a wonderful red eye show here, a gamer angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a perfect angle to nice. watch the show. There you go. And uh, excited to be here as always. We've done a handful of shows together, fanful, big ones actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're coming into D Day for the gay ops, in my opinion. Exactly. And I don't know yeah. whether D Day is two years away or 12 months. We'll discuss some of this stuff. We'll have to call it uh, G Day from now on, then, the gay, gay op day. Well, as, yeah. you see, as you see on screen, to happy, uh, happy gay history month. Month. Uh, no, I mean, uh, what is it? Pride? No, Pride Month, right? Everyone is dressing up their logos in their rainbow colors, and I thought we can join that uh, trend. And uh, you know, but there's some. I've heard from some people though that they kind of speculate. I guess it's more from the leftists and stuff that, well, you know, they're just doing it because they kind of they, they they think they're going to make money on it. They don't really believe in it. And my, my message is like, actually, actually, they do believe in it. Uh, they actually want to railroad our civilization and, and 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 crush us all by removing our traditions and breaking up family structures. Because it's it's proven people consume more when they do, right? It's a perfect marriage of, of leftism and capital culture, you know. There you go. It's the it's the neo feudal world they're trying to build with all this hodgepodge and mismatch and uh, oh, all this crazy stuff. This formula they're running down. And Bob Whitaker, uh, one of my my mentor, the guy that got me talked me into doing podcasts. Actually, he used to say that we really don't know a whole lot about, uh, you know, there's, there's no such thing as like a gay country or a gay nation or a gay civilization long-term because gays can't procreate. Right. Yeah. And if you were alive, he would say, well, we do know about a gay country and we do know how it goes. And uh, it's not going very well. <laughs> it's not going very well. That's right. All right. Uh, everyone out there. Uh, thank you for joining us today. We're, uh, we have a great show lined up, of course, as usual. There are a couple 
other ways you can join in. I see some of you guys over on Entropy already. I'll get to some of that before we dive into some of the topics here. But uh, yes, entropystream.live slash TV. That's a great way. Uh, we read those on air. That's a great way of supporting the show as well. I do try to keep, I do my best keeping an eye on Trovo, like half of an eye over there somewhere. Uh, but uh, we uh, do accept uh, uh, spells and all that kind of stuff over there. So it's trovo.live slash red ice. Then you have, of course, Odyssey as well, which we've uh, been streaming on for, what, a couple of weeks? I heard you were on there too, Tim. How, how you like it so far, Odyssey? I really like it. I don't like the lack of moderation. I do like I a lot yeah. of the upgrades coming. They're coming up with a super chat feature that will not involve LBC, which I think is a smart move to get a lot of streamers on there more consistently. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I just think they got to make it as easy as possible. Like D Live went with limits. They're going to do some type of straightforward super chatting, which is essential for long term streaming and that yeah. type of thing. Right, exactly. Uh, you need to get a lot of people. I mean, we're there because we're, where else are we going to be? We'll get banned <laughs> anywhere else. Yeah. And who knows where we'll be a year from now. But when it comes to, um, they got to get the super chat stuff and the, the moderation ready. And, and it looks like to me they can do that. They got plans for it. So. I see, there. I see someone over, over on Odyssey. Who the fuck is that guy? I assume they're talking about me in this case. Uh, well, this is Tim Murdoch. I, I thought I introduced him properly. Uh, WhiteRabbitRadio.net. That's the website, Tim. Uh, obviously, you've been doing this for how long have you been doing this uh, now? A decade. A decade. A decade. Yeah, the, the person that said that has probably seen one of my animations <laughs> or heard one of my podcasts. <laughs> Typically, it's under Horace Avengers Follow the White Rabbit was the original podcast. That was, uh, and then like ant, ant, Anti Racist Hitler was the famous animation. Yep. Uh, how Whites right. Took Over America one or two Johnny races, which we've never done the full series on, but there's been a lot of stuff I've done over the years. Uh, I'd like to war on whites. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard, if you've heard diversity is a code word for white genocide or anti-racism is a code word for anti-white then we've already met. Yeah. So a lot of people <laughs> have heard my stuff or heard something I've been involved with, but my face wasn't necessarily out there. Uh, it was always anonymous at first, uh, 2011, I gave a speech that put me out in public, but you know, it's one of those type of things. That's right. That's right. Well, we appreciate your work. You've done some great stuff and continue to do great stuff, of course. But yeah, I think a lot of people have seen the uh, anti-racist Hitler, Hitler one. That's uh, that's a fantastic <laughs> one. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, odyssey.com slash at Red Ice TV forward slash live. You can join us over there. And they do have a, a swap uh, function, swap feature over there, which I think is pretty cool still, though. Uh, you can connect your uh, various... Or you can swap, rather. That's a better way of saying it. Uh, your BTC, Ethereum, I think a couple of other ones. I thought it was a broader range. They should re really integrate like a decentralized exchange on there or something like that. That way you can do like a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of different currencies. Yeah, but for it, now, you can do that. So it's pretty cool. It's very good for us. But I'm thinking of how to get it bigger and how to get yeah, the community mainstream. bigger and stuff like yeah. that. And you're, you've got to do broader stuff. I mean, it's great. I, I, I have no complaints. But... Uh, the idea that they were going to regular super chats as well, and the idea that they're going to, you know, more aggressive, they're, they're adding more features basically is, is smart if you want to take on the big guys, you know. That's right. That's right. Uh, Pebble in the Pond over there on Odyssey. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Very kind of you for the uh, five library tokens. Let me do a couple of these entropy real quick, and then we'll dive into, uh, well, some of the topics we have lined up here for uh, for today. I see, what do I see? Who do I see over there? Desi Mac. Uh, I ran around Cape of Hope uh, to Venezuela. That might get ugly. Texas, Florida, Washington, D.C. also. What do you think about the message of Idaho having uh, mass white supremacists in the state? Yeah, so I tweeted out. I thought that that was funny. I, I guess I should show it. I, I, first, I was going to show it, and then I was doing... So I post... This happens, right, Tim? 
you post something on Twitter because you think it's funny or whatever, clever, and then you find out, oh shit, it's it's fake, <laughs> or like someone <laughs> you know made up the headline or something like that. It's hard, it's very hard to tell these days. So I have to say, uh, because it's not like out of the out of bounds or anything. And I'll, I'll pull up what I'm talking about here in a second. But uh, let me see, where are we? I pull this in re real quick. Yeah. So Desi Mac is asking about that here. Let me see, where's the where's the headline? Let me do this here. Uh, let me see, where is it? Jeez, I'm, po I'm posting too much. Here it is. L look at this here. New York Times. Top law enforcement officials warn Coeur d'Alene has, quote, highest concentration of white supremacists and Nazis in the U.S. And then Wall Street Journal. Uh, why is Coeur d'Alene America's hottest housing market? Now, the one on the right, that one is correct, right? That was like uh, North Idaho, Coeur d'Alene is like number one on the real estate issue, of course. Uh, and then someone kind of made up the the, the New York Times articles on, on the left. But there's been articles like that, though, and they're monitoring and they're doing all these things anyway, Tim. So it's not like completely out of bounds. But it's funny how uh, you, you, you essentially could say that it's true to a certain degree, right? I want, and I said this, I wonder how the housing market is doing where like you have large concentration of, let's say, BLM activists or Antifa or something like that. I'm sure it's, it's very strong in those areas. Oh, it, I'm, it's on fire. <laughs> it's literally on fire. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, Desi Mac, thank you for that. I'm not sure. I, I, someone else posted something about Texas, too. Uh, Sonata for Violin said, uh, Texas go pow, pow, bang, bang. What is this? Have you heard anything of this? Did I miss something, Tim? Something no, happened I, in Texas? I haven't seen. I, I, did, I always do a quick news scan before I go live or I go live with anyone just in case because stuff breaks so fast. Uh, but I don't see anything over Texas. Um, yeah, I got to check that out, Sonata. But I, I'll look at it in a moment. But uh, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate that. Uh, Michael, 57DE over on Entropy Stream as well, so, uh, says, Hail Henrik, hail horse, hail the gods, and hail our folk. Thank you, uh, Michael. Yeah. And he says, uh, looking forward to a particular interesting and informative show, but then neither Red Eyes or Horrors ever disappoint. Thank you. Uh, Michael, appreciate that. Sure. Uh, Brad Gremby is here with the uh, with a big dono. Thank you, Brad. Always good to see you, sir. Thank you so much for for your support as always. Uh, and the uh, tagline, the uh, the trademark Brad Gremby line, freedom shekels. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, then we have also Jewy McJuju. Uh, have you guys seen Europa: The Last Battle? What do you think? Made by fellow Swede, of course. Yeah, I've I've not actually made my way all the way through it. I've seen uh, many longer parts of it. I think it's very very well made. Great. Uh, I think Lana is, is featured quite. A bit in it too have you seen it uh, tim not yet or I, I i could have i don't i i see so much stuff i don't recall i don't i didn't see the whole thing that's for sure yeah I, not yet I've, I've tried to make my way through it it's just because of time not because i didn't want to but uh yeah I'll, i definitely want to check the whole thing but thank you uh thank you there for that one uh desi mack again said that was uh for the iran coming around the cape heading to oh yeah yeah yeah. okay so that's right iran is are they sending i think a cup one ship or a couple of ships or something heading towards Venezuela. There was something there. I, I did see that yes. one of their big yes. military vessels were like sunk uh, like three days ago or something like that. It, it was just on fire and, and they lost it, right? Right. Uh, but I uh, heading a, uh, what do you know, what is it that they're sent, shipping to Venezuela? Was it like weapons or something like that? What was it? No, you know? they got, they got, they, they make uh port of calls in Venezuela. They, they, yeah, I mean, Iran doesn't have some super aggressive expansionary navy, but what they do have, they try to sail to Venezuela and back and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know what all they're doing or what all they can do, um, but, you know. Uh, U.S. tracking Iranian ship that may be headed into the Atlantic and for Venezuela. Okay, so they don't even know. Okay, interesting. 
Pentagon and U.S. intelligence agencies are clo closely tracking two Iranian ships that um, the Tehran claims are bound for Venezuela. Interesting. Okay. Well, I got to follow up on that and see what happens. But I know. Um, yeah, here's the article, right? One of Iran's biggest Navy sh uh, ships sinks after catching fire. I'm sure. I'm sure it was just catching fire, Tim. I'm sure there was totally not uh, not this one little country there in the Middle East that uh, that's behind this one. Well, there's, there could be a handful of different. It could be the U.S. itself. It could be. There's been a lot of anomalies in the ocean, dealing with ships and ships getting stuck and ships, uh, big tankers going off track. And there, there has been large speculation that there was a covert war already going on, a hot war between various different players, using hacking technology, using variety of different things to take over. Let's say, you know, the tr these tankers are on. <sighs> are very uh, pretty much on autopilot. So there's been all kinds of speculation. That's what happened in the, uh, in the Straits over there near Egypt. Yeah. We don't know. No, ultimately, we... I mean, it is all speculation, but there is a lot of anomalies involving tankers going off course. Mm -hmm. And I agree. Yeah. And then of course you had Russia behind hacking, uh, hacking our meat. And then they, before that they hacked the oil pipeline, right? I think they're still literally like officially blaming Russia for that or the a Russian group, I guess. Right. Yeah, I, I, you can blame anyone. Ultimately, we, we I think it's bullshit. We, you know what I mean? Obviously. I can't tell what whether the, the people that run Washington have so many damn enemies, so many damn enemies. It's impossible to tell whether it's an enemy or whether we're just in a third world country. True. I mean, it's like a coin toss. Yeah. Or is it just incompetence because these guys are bad or, you know, they've pissed off so many people on the planet and so many people can do ones and zeros and write code and hack. Yeah. It, it could be a private organization. It could be a private corporation in China pissed off. It could be a variety of different people. Some of this stuff isn't that hard to do, apparently. No, exactly. No. Now it could be by. I think it's a. I think it's a dry run, a little warm up rather for uh, for the cyber could, polygon stuff, the World Economic could Forum, be that. and it all could that. Could be an you know. inside job. I mean, yeah, yeah. Really, what we're talking about here, when it comes to let's say, let's wage cyber war on these people running America. Have you ever been on the phone with a utility company in America and just the person you're talking to is dumb as rocks? You're like, I, I mean, could this person really handle <laughs> <laughs> an actual hacking attack, even from Iranian hackers, you know, which yeah. Iran probably has some that are probably pretty good. It'd be good enough to run circles around the last person I talked to uh, from the utility company. Yeah, yeah. That way. I don't so this it. type of thing, it's the sky's the limit. Sure is. Hey, uh, check out this. Of course, we have a, uh, you know, we, we know this about Steven Crowder, but I thought it was kind of funny. Hey, I, I guess he's clinging on to the last thing. I, I don't think he will be censored. Look, he's 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 kind of like with the Ben Shapiro gang. Like, they'll never be censored from YouTube. I think even Susan even officially said something. It was interesting. I think it was Mark Dice's video when Ben Shapiro was exposed by Mark Dice. It was kind of funny. Of course, many other people have done this too, but uh, Susan Wojcicki, the CEO of YouTube, said that Ben will meet the guidelines or something like that when she was being interviewed. Like she knew that he was not going to be censored. But I, so I think I kind of put Steven Crowder in that same category. But anyway, he sat here and tweets recently. If YouTube removes us permanently, talking about his show there, a lot of with Crowder, you'll radicalize people more because they'll go to alternative sources to get other points of view and they'll go down rabbit hole. Or rabbit holes, I should say, right there. Uh, interesting. That's a that's a pretty uh, pretty hot take on that, uh, Tim. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I call bullshit on that, but but uh, Crowder, I I don't. These are all gatekeepers. <laughs> so you remove your gatekeepers, you're in trouble. But people are still going down the rabbit hole because there's nowhere else to go.
No, exactly. But it's interesting that he's kind of admitting to what he is then, in a way, just a, like a, a, a distraction, like a, a temporary, like a pacifier, basically, right? Just people can watch Crowder and then they get their stuff. And, and again, if it if he would at least go where people should go, who are into the kind of related, tangentially related things that we talk about, he should be talking about replacement. He should be talking about white genocide and these kinds of things. But we'll never get that from voices like this, right? No, I, I'm happy if they just say two words, white genocide, and then yell anti-white. I mean, if yeah. they could just do that, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Or just yell anti-white once once every show or something. Just make yourself useful. Uh, exactly. Do something, right? But anyway, my, my point here was, too, and I wanted to bring it up because I remember this article from the New York Times recently where they said, don't go down the rabbit hole. Critical thinking as we thought to uh, <laughs> as we're taught to do it isn't helping in the fight against misinformation. So it's interesting how Crowder has, he has become he's become like the New York Times now, basically. That's that's the level he's at. And it's like, no, no, no. The dangerous thing is if you like to find out things. If you want to research things, find out things for yourself, kind of let yourself go. Remember the early days of YouTube, Tim? And you just, you could go on these like hour and hour long, like, you know, rabbit hole adventures and finding stuff you never knew. That was, that was an amazing time, right? I specialize in rabbit holes, so yeah. <laughs> the rat, the wide rabbit specializes in rabbit hole, uh, rabbit holes. There you go. There, there you go. go. All right. Anyway, so not 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 a big surprise there from uh, Crowder, but uh, a, a shocking admission there, if you uh, if you ask me. Uh, okay, a couple of things here I saw before we came on to uh, look at this here. British towns, no surprise, of course, to people like us, but now we're getting it from the Daily Mail as well here. British towns that are no-go areas for white people. Muslim author's study of mosque reveals children attacked for being white. Parents making families live under Taliban-like rules and women who can't leave home without permission. And they go through a couple of uh, the hardest-hit uh, towns, basically, in the piece here, like Blackburn, Bradford, uh, was it Dudsbury and Dewsbury as well. Uh it's 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 getting out there, Tim. It's it's slowly becoming apparent to uh, to many media outlets of what's, what's yeah, really is the, happening. The Muslims that are there are like Pakistani, Sunni, uh, maybe some from the Middle East, uh, Somalis. So it's it's getting rough. It's getting rough. There's no doubt about that. And they've imported it. It's the whole. It's part yeah. of the plan. Yep, it is. It is part of the plan. Uh, but it's still pretty incredible that you can have this kind of. I mean, Daily Mail. That's a. That's a. It's a mainstream. I know that there be sometimes attacked maybe from leftists for being you know radical right wing or something like that. But um, it's it's more or less mainstream, right? And it's amazing how they can admit something like that. I, imagine if a headline came out where it showed that certain non-white people, non-Europeans, couldn't go to certain areas. Uh, in, in England because it was just too many white people attacking them there. They, there would have been calls for like human rights violations. The UN has to be sent in with inspectors. And I think I think bombs would fly eventually if that continued. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, the significance is is there. I always point out this is the type of article that you'd see probably on American Renaissance 10 years ago. You wouldn't yeah. see anything so honest on the Daily Mail, but they're forced to go down this road to maintain any credibility if you want to gatekeep. Yeah. You've got to talk about some issues. It's like Fox News. They got to say certain things a certain way. They got to do a certain amount of outrage porn and with no solutions. There's never any solutions. No, exactly. Because at the same time, they can have this if you propose, you know, nationalism for all the different groups in the next line, they would attack you for being a neo-Nazi or something like that, right? <laughs> so it's like, well, what do you propose we do about it then? <laughs> you know, yeah. but at least they're doing it. I think it's a net, 
net positive though for for our uh, side if you will that like yeah they're they're forced they're forced to see it they shouldn't have praise for it though frankly because it's like a, a two-year-old could see this it's it's so blatantly obvious it's amazing that they've uh, managed not to cover this for the last 10 years basically right yeah as the, as the overton window shifts and it, it shifted hard everyone has to shift with it or you're just like what what are you talking about what are you reporting on so yeah they're, they're forced down this direction and they we just need to keep forcing them and they're forced down this direction by very aggressive messages honest true messages uh from our side historically yeah yeah something we're quite good at using the internet to do and they've had to respond Yep, exactly. Um, JP over on Entropy Stream says, uh, Henrik, many people don't know about the murder of the four-year-old white child, Charles Gary, uh, sorry, Garay, I think it is, in Rotter Rotterdam, New York. He and his brother were placed under foster care of Dikan and Latricia Green. Not joking. The, the black foster dad beat him to death last December 2020. His brother survived. I'm hoping people will remember his name. Uh, have you heard of Charles Garay? Um, Tim? You know, there are so many of these murders, you can really not keep track of it. There's going to be a wall someday that's going to make all the wars look like, you know, like you go to the Vietnam Memorial and stuff like that. There's going to be a wall someday with pictures and names of all the white children sacrificed to this god of diversity, this goddess, this evil goddess, this bloodthirsty goddess. Yeah. The white wall of white genocide. And and it's going to be shocking to people. It's like in South yeah. Africa where you see all those crosses of all the farmers yeah, that have pla- been murdered. Yeah, the location there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I, I, and it reminds me of this story too. And thank you, Jay, for that message. I, I've not heard of Charles, but we can add. It's another young white child that we can add to it. I remember some, someone showed me this. Um, it's uh, Charles Blow, right? He's like CNN contributor, writer at New York Times and stuff like that. He had this article about how white women uses themselves as instruments of terror. Uh, there are too many news necks, charred bodies, drowned souls for them to deny uh, to deny knowing precisely what they're doing. And he mentions, he brought up three examples in the articles. It's kind of off topic a little bit, but I thought it was interesting because uh, Jade brought this up here. He mentions three different things that basically makes white people like America's terrorists, right? He mentioned the Tulsa massacre, that's 1921. He mentioned uh, George Stinney Jr., 1944, and he actually like murdered a, a girl, right? And Emmett Till. Uh, 1955, and, and and as I said in the tweet, it's like, I can think of four, and now, uh, sorry, I can think of three, but now four, adding what Jay brought up here too, white children that have been murdered just in the last 12 months, Tim. They, they have to go to examples back in like 1955 and show that like why white people are terrorists, but like there are white people murdered every day. It, it's horrific. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that guy needs to go to a country where there's no white whammon. Yeah, exactly. But he doesn't, right? That's what's so and amazing. And you can about. easily do that. Yeah, it's very it's that. very easy. They have uh, in fact they have ethnostates. You can even do a genetic test and you can find out more or less what you uh, what what almost what area, what country you could you can uh, go to. Uh but anyway, that was kind of uh, off off the beaten track here. We have some other stuff we're going to get to as well, of course, before we get to uh, the main kind of uh, topic today, which is the the gay op of the UFO. Uh, how that will be played, essentially, the UFO phenomena, which which was interesting. But I did want to bring this by you, too, and see what your take on this. I'm, I'm not sure how much you followed, of course, all the emails that have been coming out. Uh, there's two major um, dumps, if you will, uh, I think based solely on FOIA requests. And so it was BuzzFeed and Washington Post that initially got, received emails, uh, Fauci's emails from, two th- uh, sorry, from, yeah, from 2020 was something like, 
February to March or something like that. It was just about a month or something. And of course, a lot of things have been coming out of, from that already. And then you had another uh, source here. What was this? I can pull this up real quick. ICANN, which stands for Informed Consent Action Network. And I think I've never heard of them before, but I see report of vaccine injury at the top and stuff. So I would assume that they're kind of like, you know, anti-vaccine or they're like they're, they're questioning all the stuff that you're not allowed to question these days with the new mRNA technology rollout and stuff like that. But they anyway, which was interesting, managed to get a hold of 3000 uh, emails from Fauci uh, from the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, up to, I think, June, what is it here? Uh, June 29th, I think, or something like that. I, anyway, we can talk more about that later. But apparently, Tim, um, Amazon and Barnes and Nobles have now, I guess, buried the book project that uh, Fauci was, <laughs> was involved in. Expect the unexpected. It was slated to come out, I think, later this year or something like that. Uh, he's being thrown under the bus for some reason, and I still can't quite figure out why. Same thing with Bill Gates. It's interesting. What, what do you make of it, Tim? The, the challenge with this group of elites is where they want to be and how fast they want to get there. It seems like they're sacrificing their own at increasing rate. This particular Fauci stuff kind of reminds me in a lot of ways of the outrage porn over the Clinton wrongdoing. And the Clintons were a lot more criminal than Fauci, although Fauci, who knows what we'll uncover as the days go on. But this is this type of outrage porn that the, like the, the Republicans engage in. And the reason I call it outrage porn isn't because they're not guilty of something or they couldn't do wrongdoings or they sit on TV saying, well, they should be in jail. Like remember the Clintons were supposed to be in jail, but yeah. it never goes anywhere. They never right. do anything. They never propose anything. And it's just one big circle jerk to get people excited or pissed off. And uh, yeah, I mean, they have, they have thrown them under the bus, but this system, if you do business with them, it doesn't, you can always get thrown underneath the bus. It's just the way it works. Yeah. They have no mercy no, on their own. I, I Unz wrote, read, wrote had has written an article, uh, Ron Unz, which I don't always read, but he wrote an article talking about uh, that we, what we may be looking at with the vaccine escaping in Wuhan is something the Chinese have maintained. It, it was kind of like a gay op gone wrong or something um, on the behalf of the neocons. And I've got to read the article again, but you guys might want to read the, the, the article makes an interesting point about whatever hit the Iranian elites that killed so many so fast couldn't have been the same thing. <laughs> you know, there's these these different strains going off uh, right after that and whatever, you know, it hit Iran. And you remember it just cleaned out several of the Iran old guard, like a dozen of them really quick. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's kind of yeah. interesting speculation on where they're going with this, and maybe what type of cover up we're witnessing. Yeah, right. I mean, I think what they've done, of course, is criminal and what these emails already show, which many people talked about about a year ago, right? That they, they knew this, they knew about the lab leak, uh, potential lab leak. It's just a question at this point whether it was intentional or, or, or not, right? And if it, even if it was unintentional, they obviously decided to run with it. And people like Fauci, as the email proves, uh, was aware of how, uh, how incredibly dumb the lockdown was as a strategy to try to contain this or deal with the situation. He was uh, confronted with evidence of how the, the, va the virus had been made and all these kinds of things, right? But they decided to run with it and, and use it. So therefore, I think he should be held criminally uh, liable and responsible. And I think there is a lot, but there's a lot of blotted out stuff too in the emails too, by the way. So we don't know yeah, what that it, was it, about. It reminds me of the, the outrage 
porn, which is legitimate over a lot of the Clinton wrongdoings, but and, and the calls for them to go to jail. But I've never in my lifetime seen any of these connected guys go to jail. Yeah, they might not get a book deal. They might get thrown underneath the bus, but they aren't going to jail. Right. No, no exactly. With his money. There's He's a, very much establishment. He's very much protected. But yeah. if you know someone has to fall on the sword, well, he's he's the guy in charge. Yeah, all this stuff coming out about how the masks were just like, I mean, there's only like one or two types of masks that can even protect you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know? I know. Most of these masks that they have people wearing aren't going to do shit, but that's well known. And he, he admits to that in these yep, emails. He does. Yep. It's just one thing after another. But I think there was a lot of money to be made for people too, on even on basic things oh. like masks and gloves and. Look, and I think look at Amazon, Tim. Look, look at the, the billionaire class. Be, you know, like they some of them they tripled, quadrupled their uh, their their uh, wealth during this period. Yeah. The money made on vaccines is just obscene, oh, staggering, obscene. staggering, right? And so, I, I, I think you're right in the sense that yes, it is outrage porn in the sense that. It, it might be covering up something else to come. I think it, I, I think it's a legitimate thing to talk about, and it should be. Obviously, it's one of the biggest things that like has ever happened in terms of like the damage, the fallout. Now, when we kind of have most of the pieces, I think together of of the puzzle of what they did, how they used it, why they wanted to use it. Then we have some details regarding well, was it intentional? Did they? How much did they tweak the virus and these kinds of things, right? But oh no, it's it's all legitimate stuff. It's just when the Republicans go down this particular road, they're 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 never going to hold anyone accountable because they're part of the same system. That's one of the challenges with this. That's why it's very frustrating. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, Tucker's calling him for be he should be in jail, but yeah. he won't. This yeah, is the Clinton scandal 2.0. Exactly. No, no, I, uh, there, I think you're right. And there is legitimate to talk about it. I mean, the guy pretty much perjured himself in front of Congress, according to his emails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is all legitimate information. But it, it, what's frustrating to me is, um, you know, they're never going to do anything about it. You know, you, all these parties that talk tough, they're never going to do anything. I think it's something related to... Same thing with Bill Gates, right? That they've sided with, with Melinda Gates. And I think there's something that they haven't, they, they didn't get as many people that they want. And there's an incredible large segment of the population mo around the West. And of course, many people in, in other Western countries are, are kind of watching the America because that's driving a lot of the dialogue too. But a lot of people, they just haven't bought this, right? I, I think to a certain degree, even the Bill Gates situation here is that he's simply too unlikable for them to keep as a PR man at the front. And they're just like, you know what? Screw that guy. Then. Let's get rid of him. Let's let's bring in a new guard or something like that. And maybe that's what's happening with Fauci. Well, he, I don't know. I, I could have told him that this guy's the worst salesman ever for yeah. a vaccine or anything. He's just too damn creepy. Yeah. No one's going to take that. But it seems like it's a playbook and it is global. I'm watching like the rollout of vaccines and the different reactions per 100,000 between, let's say, the adenovirus and Sputnik and, let's say, AstraZeneca. And then, of course, according to, uh, based on uh, the Russian, the Russians have kind of put out the number country by country where they send in the Sputnik 5, which is the Russian vaccine. Yeah. And I yeah. don't see the Mexicans, the Koreans and all these people lying. You know, it's like all these countries aren't lying. So per 100,000, it's been kind of interesting to see how many are getting side effects and what. But I noticed that Thailand, there's a rollout in Thailand. And so Bangkok, uh, it's it's one of the least vaccinated places on the planet, Thailand. 
And Bangkok has a basically a shutdown, but I'm looking at the numbers. It's like, you know, I, Bangkok is a huge city, you know, yeah. there's like a, a thousand people. infected and, you know, a handful dead and they're shutting the place down. I'm like, yeah. okay, this is, the, this is kind of what they do to like, oh, you got to take your vaccine. You know, they're trying to get the vaccines going there. Yeah. And so you just, you just watch this and I'm, I'm constantly watching because about 4 billion people on the planet can take like the Russian vaccine. And looking at the reaction, uh, it was kind of interesting, like the Mexican numbers on what's really getting the side effects. And it, it's consistent. The Pfizer and the mRNA stuff is getting far higher reaction per 100,000 uh, yeah. adverse reactions. than like. And I don't know how the Russians brought out that vaccine because the other Russians' vaccines don't appear to be that good. But that Sputnik V, it's like a sugar pill for the globalists. They just... I don't know what they did. I don't. I don't know how long in advance they knew about this, but bringing out a vaccine overnight that doesn't deliver side effects is like, it's not something I, I you know, would think be possible. Yeah, unless they're fudging the numbers, which is always a, a an issue. I, right? I you can't trust it. You know what I mean? One country could be, but I don't think all these countries are fudging. I, I don't think, let's say, Hungary and China. I mean, all these different countries, we don't have China's numbers, but all these different countries, because there's been like dozens, <laughs> all these different countries are actually fudging numbers, you know, because there are side effects out there. But uh, the side effects per 100,000 certainly favor that Russian vaccine, which is kind of intriguing. Let me do a couple of these on entropy here, guys, and then we'll uh, continue talking about some of the other stories here. Um let me see here. Cockfree Zone says we need a holiday for or hol holidays, I guess a holiday for our people to remember the victims of diversity, honor our heroes and to remind us uh, our small hat enemies. Has any movement put together such holidays yet? I, I, I remember someone was talking about um, doing and even I was thinking about it. We were thinking about do, at the time doing something on the website, look, doing like a, a calendar or something like that. Right. And you have, you know, different dates. And, you know, I'm not saying that these days are holidays, but things to remember or important things that happened or important things we should uh, think of and stuff like that. That's the closest I've heard of it in terms of something like that. Cock free zone. Uh, but uh, no, I don't I don't have any knowledge in terms of anyone doing that. Uh, Michael 57 with a chat here as well says it's uh, open season on whites. A black man shot and killed a 77 year old white volunteer fire chief during a carjacking attempt i have the story for later so i'm well aware of this one uh he was found not guilty because he was afraid of his victim a second charge of uh usm a or using maybe a firearm during a serious crime was also dropped because there was no crime yeah it was something like he can't if it was not intent intentional it can't be classified as a murder or something like that i think this was in south carolina did you see that uh, case uh tim there's there's so many. I mean, I, I don't every time you go to typically you go to Amrin or some of these sites that run this type of thing. Um, they're just so re they're so they're so terrible. I think I did see this. Yes, they're so terrible and they're so consistent and it's uh, it's revolting. But it's yeah. part of the plan. Right, right, exactly. And and again, I, I get you that I don't watch ever all these stories and stuff. And and there's some yeah. people that kind of you know specialize for lack of a better term on those kinds of things. I'm watching, and, and it should be used. Obviously, I'm not saying that. I mean, it should be highlighted, it should be brought up, and stuff like that. But you could say it's, someone's got to report on it. Absolutely, of course. Uh, but you could also say that an entire show would just do this, and it, and it be kind of becomes kind of blackpilling. That's why you know you do some of the bigger the bigger events or more known things. This or has been like that, so but. consistent over our lifetimes in yeah. America. Yeah. The difference between now and let's say 20 years ago is we all know about every single case. If you want to find out about yeah. every time a black murders 
of white, some website is going to tell you, thank God for that. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. never specialized in that because yeah. when I came on the scene, I'm like, you don't need me to do that. You already got that covered. Thank right. God. Exactly. But I, I remember first time like reading American Renaissance. I was like, okay, so it's not just around me. No, this no, is no, everywhere. No. Of, of course. Absolutely. And yeah, it just so, wasn't being reported. Yeah. So it was basically, you know, as, uh, as Michael said, there it's basically a guy who he wanted to jump in the car to get a ride or something, and the but the white guys like he doubt like he didn't feel comfortable. He was trying to drive away, I think, or something like that, and he shot him. And then the jury was like, no, it was not murder because that was his ride, and he was supposed to. It's basically like it's legal now for black black people to shoot whites. Um, yeah, the <laughs> hunting license. You got a hunting it's, license on whites. It's crazy. Uh, thank you, Michael. Uh, Virginian Drifter, happy Friday, guys. This uh, sh uh, this supply shutdown nonsense has lit a fire under me to get out of Virginia. If Idaho's not in the cards, what are some other good white-friendly areas you and Lana researched that wouldn't be particularly affected by this coming cyber pandemic? Looking forward it, to your advice. There's nowhere that won't be affected. Yeah, if not by go, cyber if they go pandemic. Full throttle, it just depends on where you're at in the side. It, it really depends on how how good your community is around you and how good your contacts are. If you yeah. have, even in a bad environment, if you have a good community and good contacts and know your area, you're probably better off than a around a bunch of strangers in another area. It just is really dependent on your situation, in my opinion. Yeah, if it's if if we are talking about the cyber pandemic, then I think you're right there, Jim, that in a way, of course, it matters where you are, right? Look, look at something like Joel Scow's and strategic relocations, because that has also to do with um, you know, the, the environment around you and these kinds of things, where is their water, but also you're just your basic proximity to big cities and stuff, because it will be a zombie horde out there if, and when this happens, you know what I mean? If, if they kick this off and, and this is the challenge here, you don't give up a bird in a hand without, you don't give up a bird in the hand for a bird in the bush. And the, these guys are not going to shut down America. Will we know unless they get dealt uh, the Mickey, you know, if someone slips them the Mickey, you know, uh, meaning that you have an enemy that, that, uh, that gets slipped some type of, um, an enemy or a group of enemies that gang up and, uh, slip us the Mickey to take down the Anglo American set. That's a disastrous situation. And it could happen, but these guys are not going to willy-nilly walk down that path unless they have their own Elysium to fly to because it's just <laughs> too dangerous. Yeah, I know right. I was in a, a store. I don't even want to say the name of it. A store that has really good prices on organic uh, meat and chicken, and the whole entire chicken um, was cleaned out. The yep. organic yep. chicken was cleaned out due to this. Yep. So we'll have to see how fast they get it back together. A lot of times this type of thing is a matter of national security and they get their shit together pretty quickly, but we're in some pretty, we're in some pretty unpredictable times yes. and we yeah. could get hit with anything. Yep. No, I, and as I said, I think they will do, I think personally, I think they will at some point they will pull the plug. Right. And, and it's just a matter of how, well, how long will it remain off offline, right? We're talking electricity, people's ability to heat their homes. We're talking supply chain shutdowns, which means you better be prepared. And I think it's going to be more important. Obviously, things like demographics obviously matter. I'm not trying to say that. But also, it's, I think it's more important, on one hand, what you have in terms of what you've prepared, like how you have prepared, but then also ne you need to be in an area where there's a lot of good people. Yeah, like you know your community. You know people who can do stuff, right? And Including farmers like people who actually produce things and do you can make things can put seeds in the ground and make it make it grow 
and that's a worst case scenario kind of thing. But uh, but as people say, it's better to uh, to uh, to have and uh, you know and not need versus the other way around, right? And and standing there with your pants down and like you're going to need all these things and you never prepared or did anything for it. So it's, it's a very hard question, Virginia Drifter. But I think yeah, look at look at some area where the, I think further away from like these large population population centers because uh, if the food supply is, is cut off, you'll see people start eating each other within. Like a, about a, about a week, two weeks, maybe something like that. We'll see. We'll, well see what happens. The, the water is a big deal. If they really yeah, want to yeah. cripple places, they'll shut off water to places. That's what you do. I mean, if you lay siege to a city, you shut off water and you just set a clock on it. You can't go but yeah. a few days without water. Yeah. Most of these p- people are not very well prepared. Uh, I do have MREs and water filters, which always freaks people out that know that have known me long term, and I've had them for probably about well, I don't know six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I hope I never need them. Uh, yeah. You can get canned foods. Canned foods go a lot further than people think. Like canned various different chicken and whatever, you could get some high quality stuff, and they go pretty long time, and you can get a pretty good deal on them. So you don't have to get like super expensive survival stuff, but have some extra stuff around. And, yeah, yeah. Have have a plan. There are some certain scenarios that we may walk into that there is no preparation for. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. the sad truth. I know it's yeah. the sad truth. No, no, again, and all you can do is do the best you can. Yeah, it's it, it's the unknown that you have to deal with, but that's also why you want to. The knowns are that's the things you want to have de- like covered, right? You want to de- deal with the known things because you'll always be th- thrown a curveball. Or something Absolutely. unknown shows up, but anyway, we'll kind of talk more about that later, I guess, too, in terms of getting into like I don't know. I see a convergence of things here, and and, and the UFO gay op kind of I think ties into it in some level. Either yeah, I, you know, I, I think they need the thing with the shutdown. It really depends what we see and when we see it, but. I, they need technology for the direction they're going. They need technology on no, the, some level. I think what we're talking about, Tim, is just something. To, I think it's actually it's a it's a it's to bringing everything to a standstill so that they can again the great the great reset, right? Reboot it again, have full control with it to usher in the fourth industrial revolution. It, it is technology. That's definitely like you know a few years after something like that. That's what's at the. Yep. That's what's coming, right? Yeah, it's the 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 big quite. We know where they want to be because they tell us all the time. Yeah, and you, but you got to go from point A to point B. Eventually, it's kind of like with the fake and gay alien thing. Eventually, you got to um, you got to get going. You got to do something. Yeah, and they are executing, and so far they're not doing a very good job. Black Lives Matter. All it did was kind of play into our hands in a lot of ways. As long as you stayed out of away from these areas, you know. And the COVID particular thing, you have a lot of people now distrusting them yep, more and more. Yep. And <clears throat> people are going to realize something's gone wrong once you go down this road. So I'm curious to see what they do, how fast they go down this road. I, I have no doubt that they would like to shut everything down and starve us all and everything else. But but there's also a risk a in that, a big risk in that. There is a huge risk once you walk down this path. Yeah, yes, Because yeah. eventually you go down, a you, you cross the Rubicon. And you have to have total cooperation with some big players on the planet. And the, the, for all practical purposes, they don't have the cooperation now, from what I see. Interesting. Uh, <clears throat> Cutfree Zone says, what are the chances COVID is a bioweapon backed by small hats to target goys? 
whoever masters rates targeted bioweapons will rule the world. I think we should be very concerned and all start study biology thoughts. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's what's what COVID is. I think it's uh, many different countries utilized this in a very different way. America kind of specialized on the election thing. Some other countries specialized in the lockdown thing. I, I still think I think it's plausible that it was something that initially got out of it was negligence or something went on at the Wuhan, Wuhan Institute of Virology and it accidentally escaped. But they decided like, you know what, because that's why they denied it potentially first. And then there's like, you know what, let's use this. We can use this. Let, let's do it kind of thing. I don't know. But obviously the the death rate are not that high, right? Even even the official numbers, you look at it, it's like it's just not it, it's just not that unless, of course, and, and you brought this up too, Tim. Unless the point of it was not to kill a bunch of people, but it was to get them to take the vaccine or, you know, it, there's other measures as well. It's taken us greater towards uh, more quicker towards this path of the Great Reset, for example. They've gotten control of certain uh, fields and, and segments of society, which they didn't have control over before and, and things like that. So it's been very positive for them overall, but but we could still speculate what it, what the ultimate goal of it is, right? Yeah, when I look at countries like India where there's people are dying, I mean, there are obviously people dying in India. But when you actually look at the real numbers, if they were going to deliver a virus that's going to drop people like flies, there would be millions yeah. upon millions. There of would India's. be bodies in the streets. Like, you know, <laughs> it, and it, we it don't see that. Lot, not it, that. It would be 100 times worse than what we're seeing. When I look yeah. at the numbers of Bangkok, Thailand, which is a pretty dense city. And the numbers would be way, way yeah, worse. So exactly. I, that's my opinion. You never know what they what they could hit the switch on. You never know. Now they could be. I said this though. They could be the variant thing too, because if the the, the Nobel laureate there, Luke uh, Benyon, I forget his last name there, people misattributed that clip, and we played the clip in Weekend Warrior, and then I corrected that the next no go zone. He wasn't talking that people will die within four to five years. People mistranslated that probably intentionally to try to you know, kind of cast shade on on conspiracy theorists, but. Regardless, what he did say was that the vaccine will cause variants, new variants, right? And that's kind of been part of that gain-of-function research that Fauci has been so criticized for as well, that in a, in a sense you're creating new, more virulent, and potentially much more lethal versions of the virus by administrating this new uh, experimental technology. So we could very well see, Tim, this coming winter, maybe the following, if this thing keeps circulating, that people actually will begin to die in in vast numbers because they will have a compromised immune system and or in combination with new strains that your body can't deal with. Anything is possible. Terrifying to think. Yeah, the the the, the doctors that talk about this type of thing always point to the various different animal experience animal experience experiments involving coronavirus uh, type vaccines and how all the animals die. They die. Yeah, but it does take time. Fail. Yep. I mean, they always die. Yeah. The animals all die. Yep, they do. But it does take time. And, and it, that this is the challenge. They can know that you end up with a particular uh, strain or something that they can't fight off because of the vaccination. That's right. JP says this whole throwing Fauci Gates, Klaus Schwab under the bus. Has Klaus Schwab been thrown under the bus too? I, I haven't. I, he's getting critique, but not from like mainstream society. I like haven't Fauci seen a Gates. lot. Of, I haven't seen a lot of that. Yeah. And, and there, of course, they're already talking about the end of summer. Let's end of summer. There's going to be boosters. Once they bring out the boosters, people are going to be pissed off. That is, this is one thing I've heard doctors say that if you do vaccinate for this type of thing, yeah. uh, one, you better make sure that the person doesn't have antibodies because that's where it causes the problems. And two, you're going to have to bring out boosters every year to keep vaccinating because yeah, if you no. don't, 
No. Yeah, I mean, once you start vaccinating for things like this, you got to keep vaccinating, basically. Yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, what, and that's what they to, want. Keep trying the, to vaccinate. Um, look, the, the doctor the, the, I know yeah. with the most experience, my mother died of Parkinson's, so I know way too many doctors and I've slept in a hospital way too many nights. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry and about that, Tim. The, yeah. the most, the smartest, oldest doctor I know told me, he's like, Tim, and this is when shortly after, he's like shortly after the stuff hit, he's like, they're actually going to try to vaccinate for the common cold, for a yep. bad variant yep. of a common cold. Absolutely. He's like, it's a bad variant. It's worse than the flu in a lot of people, but it's still a bad variant. And he's like, there, there's no way they can do it. And this is, they're just doing this to make a ton of money. And that was his particular take on it. He didn't see anything nefarious other than they're doing it to make a lot of money. Right. Uh, and, and, and this is, that's what he said. Uh, there's a lot of doctors that know that there's a lot of problems, even if you believe in vaccines. You know, giving someone a vaccine for the measles and mumps or the mumps or something like that who have already had the measles or mumps, this isn't what doctors do. You know, so the idea that they're not testing antibodies before giving a vaccine, this is all just weird stuff to a lot of doctors. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make any sense to a lot of them. And more and more are going to be speaking out on it. I mean, Rand Paul was someone, a Republican that says, look, I got antibiotics. I'm not taking a vaccine. That's dangerous. (laughs) That is, that is, yeah. You don't, you don't do that type of thing. Even if you believe in vaccines, the stuff they're doing doesn't make sense to a lot of people that are doctors. That's right. Uh, Yeah, Jay continues here regarding, yeah, I'm not sure about Klaus Schwab, Jay, but definitely Fauci and Gates have been thrown on the bus more or less. Uh, And it says, I can see the media spinning this to gaslight their whole evil white men narrative. It's like they want to create an environment where white men will be banned from any positions of power. Yeah, I guess I guess they could do that kind of stuff, right? They could. We'll see how we'll see what happens if anything happens with Klaus Schwab, because I kind of see him as like, I mean, he's literally like a a stereotypical like arch enemy James Bond or something like that and the fact that he has a strong German accent to him it's, <laughs> it's like now we're going to ish usher in the fourth industrial revolution yeah it's like ah come on they obviously push this this kind of guy to the forefront right to to pose as the bad guy but I get your point uh, Jay we'll we'll just have to see what, what the outcome is it's too early to tell as they sell but uh, thank you Jay I appreciate your chat uh, Desi Mack, uh, so now if the blacks say that they are afraid of white persons, they will get away with murder. Yeah, that's right, regarding the other story. Looks like it, pretty much. Uh, Robothink with a happy Friday. Thank you, Robothink, appreciate that. Cuckfree Zone says, COVID, step one, master delivery system to target certain genotypes. Step two, update the payload to be lethal. Yeah, I mean, it's it's anything is possible at this point. We do know that China regarding, you know, because China is the one who gave us this genetic code, basically, right? They, they said that they're the ones who have isolated it and, and when you look at how they did that, that's an interesting process in and of itself. But without getting into details, we were just basically fa- faced with this idea that we just have to trust what China gives us in terms of the genetic code. But also keep in mind that the Chinese government, and we know who, who, who they are, in con- who controls them for the most part, right? They have been subsidizing the, all these human genome um, uh, uh, your genetic sequencing companies like 23andMe and uh, Ancestry and all these kinds of different ones, right? Because it's, a, it's actually quite expensive still to do that. We've come a long way, of course, since like the 2000s, but it's still quite costly. And so the Chinese government has subsidized that, which also then in turn have given them access to a lot of genetic data. And to this day, primarily the people who do these genetic, genetic tests are, surprise, People of European descent, Tim. So they have a lot of this. If they wanted to do something that targets, let's say, a Caucasian or, or European population, it's very likely that they could do something like that at this point. Have you heard yeah, that, Or Asian. Well, the vast majority of the 
um, Chimera Research, the vast majority, there's huge sections of it, the, the big name Western countries, as well as the Western scientists. Dr. Fauci, you know, has come under fire for gain-of-function research in China. But the fact of the matter is there are so many different parties involved in so much weird research all in China because there is no laws against it. Yeah. The Chinese yeah. will let you do anything from what it appears to me. And so there, there is a lot of strange research going on regarding chimeras by mainstream name brand companies in China with our own scientists in China yeah, and partnering up with the Chinese. And it probably won't end well. No, exactly. Uh, almost missed these out over on Odyssey. Uh, Weiss, Weiss Wildfire is uh, is there, sends a couple of library tokens. Thank you, sir. He says, uh, there once was a Kang doing drugs and things, robbing preg pregnant mothers, uh, hurting sister and brothers, passing fake cash and swallowing his stash. He says some kind of poem regarding St. George Floyd or something. Resisting arrest, uh, arrest cops doing their best to try and treat him right, even as he tried to fight. Lousy lose complained while Floyd went insane. Well, thank you for that. That was a, a fine uh, fine poem there, sir. Uh, and follow-up here from Y says, Cops uh, keep their cool while restri uh, restraining that fool, eating fentanyl he died, Floyd committed suicide. Did you, come up, that's, did you find that online or did you come up with that yourself? That's pretty good. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, oh, also, I forgot to mention in the beginning, hey, Chaz Roberto, if you're watching, uh, I mentioned it on the no-go zone, but in case you didn't tune into that, I think we missed one of your chats during the last uh, Flashback Friday show, and I just wanted to say that it was it was not intentional, sir. So, uh, so it's not, not nothing personal. It happens sometimes. We have a lot of screens to look at, a lot of things going on. So you, you know, you scroll past something or whatever. So anyway, Chas, thank you for the last super chat you you sent. I, I forget what it was about right now. I think it was something about women in the church. I, I answered it in the in the no go zone uh, last week, so check that out. But anyway, uh, just wanted to squeeze that in real quick. And we have one more here by Black Philip, and then we have to. Uh, kind of rush through some of the topics here if we're going to get to the UFO stuff. But uh, Black Phillip says, uh, you have to wonder what went wrong with Fauci. He spent a year being uh, saint sainted by science worshippers, and now he's a pariah. Uh, and what's with leftist BuzzFeed in Washington Post outing him to normies? This is fishy. I was very surprised. I, I was not surprised that BuzzFeed and Washington Post did a FOIA request. What I was surprised by is them handing all of it over. <laughs> Tim. What do you think? Why, why did they do that? Is there any, any reason for that? Uh, yeah, it, it, the sky's the limit on the speculation on yeah. that. No, you don't so have many to, different players. You don't have to speculate if you don't want to. Just uh, interesting to hear if you have a take on it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't actually. It's very it's very hard to know. But yeah, well, we'll again, as I said, uh, Black Phillip, I think it's too early to tell. So we'll, uh, we'll see what comes out of it. But yeah, so as you can see on screen here, uh, Joe Biden administration is looking to remove Anthony Fauci uh, after all the email leaks. We'll see what happens. Now, a couple of uh, quick uh, headlines here for you real quick here, too. Um, uh, EU looking at importing 70 million Africans by 2035, says German MEP Gunnar Beck, denouncing disastrous new migration pact. This is going to be uh, making things a lot better in, uh, in Europe. Reminds me of that clip by the guy who worked on behalf of the one group or one organization which is the uh uh bonos charity group or something like that and he was sitting i think in front of the irish uh an irish panel and talking about how white populations europeans are are, are senescent which is like a term a medical term you use on like one a clump of cells have died but they're still there just kind of a blob and like you know unmovable you can't do anything with them 
And he was arguing that we have to import this fresh, new, exciting, young blood into Europe. Uh, if something like this happens, I mean, it, it, it would be... It's a declaration of war. It already is, Tim, to a certain extent. But this would just be insane to do something like this. Yeah, that's that's quite a number. I guess they they want to put them on the moon or something, or maybe Mars. <laughs> They'll be uh, the, maybe uh, take, the maybe let us go to the moon or I, I the the stuff is just so far gone with the numbers they're talking about importing. Uh, it, most of it's under. Uh, when you start talking about the environmental uh, movements and whatnot, it all goes down to. Um, you know, global warming and uh, climate climate refugees and this type of thing. They're pushing it from every angle. Yeah. Yep, they, sure, they certainly are. Uh, quick mention here, too. Chinese military helped create humanized mice to test viruses report. So this is the kind of stuff they're doing, uh, among other things, in uh, Wuhan and stuff. And we were kind of alluding to this earlier, too. And, and, and it was a point you made before we uh, actually started here, Tim, too, which I think is an interesting thing. And I think we could t I think all of this, again, it ties into this the Great Reset, Agenda 2030, the gay UFO op, it's like machines, fourth industrial revolution, gene editing, synthetic, but like we're at the cusp of a, comp if, if we manage to pull this off, so to speak, or if they manage to pull it off, if we survive this, we're standing on the brink of something completely new, right? Technology such as CRISPR, they're going to, they're creating uh, human monkey embryos right now, like chimeras and stuff like that. Um, if they pull it off, we're, we're at the cusp of, of a literally like a completely new uh, era here, Tim. Yeah, I, I mean, you, all this particular technology could be used to do something good in theory. A lot of it. I mean, some of it doesn't make sense to me at all. <laughs> you know, like crossing a monkey with a monkey with mouse or something like that. But it could be used to do something good. It's just, you know, the powers that be aren't going to do anything good with it. No, no. Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, let me see what else we had here. Uh, yeah, this one real quick, kind of interesting. Weight vaccine lotteries actually work. A story out of uh, Wired talking about how some of the marketing uh, firms were trying to find a new way of getting people to take the vaccine. And apparently they came up with this approach that uh, a, a high stake lottery was the way to do it. You've probably seen those clips too, Tim, like how much they offer. We've seen about the free beer uh the donuts and you know all these like kind of incentivizers or something like that but it, it looked like uh the marketer uh, marketing crowd uh, came to the conclusion that one of the best ways of getting a lot of people to take the vaccine uh is to have a high stakes lottery uh which is kind of crazy like what well, if it, this is so good and so beneficial to us why are so many people doubtful and why do they have to use subversive marketing techniques to sell this to people right it's kind of suspicious uh, it's a pretty good move on their part. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the winner in that article won like $3 million or something like that in Ohio. The guy in Ohio that he yeah. said, well, I wasn't going to take the vaccine, but I just went ahead and took it. And now I got $3 million. So, you know, they're going to be telling these stories far and wide. Uh, uh, that's creepy. It just makes you think if you, hopefully if, if you, if you did take the vaccine, hopefully you win money. <laughs> yeah, well, here's another take on it. Japanese study uh, recently out. This is uh, Natural News. So it's over on uh, 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 Mike Adams' site, right? Heavily censored and banned and the kind of things that he's putting out. Uh, but that's revealing this Japanese study that the new mRNA so-called vaccines, right? It's a platform, as Moderna called it, or a technology, a software platform. Bill Gates called it that, too. Uh, where nanoparticles are circulated throughout the entire body, brain, heart, liver, ovaries, testes, and more. 
Uh, I can read here just a little bit. Not surprisingly, everything in the establishment tells us about COVID vaccines have been a calculated lie. One of the biggest and most treacherous lies is that mRNA vaccine shots stay in the arm and don't circulate nanoparticles around the body. Now we know that that is a complete lie, as new research conducted in Japan shows that these lipid nanoparticles, LNPs, containing the mRNA code are widely circulated around the body after vaccination, reaching the brain, spleen, large intestine, heart, liver, lungs, and other organs. The study paper, originally written in Japanese and auto-translated into English, can be found at this link, uh, labeled the Pfizer Confidential. The study is known as a biodistribution study that uses luciferescence enzymes and radioisotopes markers to accurately track the distribution of Pfizer's mRNA LNPs across the body, or these liposomes, right? Uh, the first section is labeled blah, blah, blah. The study reveals how mRNA LNPs are distributed across the body, even affecting ovaries, testes, raising huge questions about fertility in those receiving the mRNA vaccine shots. The following chart shows the mass of NLPs in, microorgan, in micrograms found in each organ following mRNA vaccination. Notice how it attacks the adrenals. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, this is, a, this is a live experiment. It's an ongoing, we're like in a Petri dish right now regarding this, and we don't know the full consequences. And part of that, of course, is that while they're trying to convince people that taking this experimental, uh, you know, uh, method or technology, uh, by by selling us like you can win the lottery big. One thing that people have been asking for are things such as you know studies, for example. How about can we can we get a long term study as opposed to free donuts or something like that, right? And apparently that's that's too much to ask for, right? And part of that, of course, is because they will they wanted to wheel this out so damn quickly, right? It, it's under emergency use authorization, which means that they don't they don't have to go through the normal FDA route, and that's partially how people would be like, well. How would they, you know, how would they, how would everyone be in on this? Or what, if it was true that it was bad, the FDA would say something. And it's like, well, not necessarily because they just find a different avenue to to kind of wheel this out through, right? So anyway, pretty crazy stuff. Not not sure how, how much you know or are into any of this, the the details here about the vaccine and such, Tim. But it's uh, I've been looking at the shocking. differences between them and the differences per hundred thousand that delivers. Uh, reactions and the, the mrnas deliver very very big adverse reactions compared to the other ones for instance i mean what the russians have called attention to which i thought was rather intriguing and i i'm not saying the russians are prone to their own propaganda but what they've said consistently is that there's a war against the adenovirus variants and what they pointed out and it's in the numbers, is that even AstraZeneca, with all the reactions, we know about them. We're told the reactions. If something happens with Johnson & Johnson, they immediately shut it down and everything yeah. else. The Russians were calling bullshit on that, and they were they were showing the numbers. Um, for instance, let's say Mexico. Pfizer was like two times, twice as dangerous as even uh, AstraZeneca in Mexico. But yet, at the same time, if something happens with the mRNA vaccine, it's immediately swept underneath the rug. We don't hear about anything. Yeah, and it no, certainly does no. look suspicious. One of the things I don't understand is why the Israelis jumped after the Pfizer so fast, because that ends up being the most dangerous thing ever released by a lot of different doctors are saying are going to be saying this over and over again. <clears throat> you're gonna you're gonna you guys are gonna hear this, but I'm convinced the mRNA technology, which has been out for quite a while, People always say it's been out a long time. It's never been plugged into this many humans no, at once. Never, never. It, it's never been. Uh, well, I, I'm convinced this is the way they're going to bring out cures. This is the way they want to bring out cures. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, my mother, again, my mother died of a, of a terminal disease, Parkinson's. The only cure that is known is a brain implant that can mimic dopamine release, it can release dopamine that gets you off meds. And it, that's way better than the meds because at least you're not on the meds that are highly toxic. It's just a terrible disease. So I can see them bringing stuff out like mRNA uh, type, uh, uh, cures for things or using this as a delivery mechanism for cures. And obviously if you have a terminal disease, I'm not necessarily opposed to someone trying that, but the ideal that they would do this. And the big thing is the pregnant women and the women of child producing age. Yeah. You typically don't give vaccines to women like that. <clears throat> you don't just start no, plung no. plunging pregnant women with vaccines or children or little girls or little boys. The, the speed at which they're doing this, the how broad this stuff is, and we're going to know at the one-year point, we're going to know a lot more, maybe even at the nine-month point, because you're going to have births. Well, births yeah. are going to start, you know? Right. And apparently, there's still that's still a you know, lot of... Um a lot of miscarriages, right? Already weird blood clots and p women are bleeding out like these large clumps of blood and clots that they've never done before. And, and I mean, we know that one of the proteins, right? We, we, we looked at the uh, the so-called fact check from Snopes last, was it last week? It was, it's incredible. This is how they do it, right? And it was something like, did the Snopes, the headline was something like, did uh, the former uh, CFO or whatever it was from Pfizer say that uh, it, it's to sterilize women or it can sterilize women? And then the, the verdict in the article was, no, it's not, right? That's not what, what, what it goes. But then you scroll down and read what he actually said. And he said something like, well, this particular protein, or no, the, the vaccine attacks a particular protein uh, in the placenta, which is leading to women having miscarriages. So it was like a technical thing that, no, he didn't say that they'll get sterilized. But basically, it would lead to the same thing. Like they, you're losing, you could, the chances of you losing a child is much higher. You might not even get pregnant after this kind of stuff. So that's how always how they play this game. We just right? don't know. That's why you do long term studies. That's why. Yeah. I mean, the last time they rolled out a vaccine quickly was prior to the Gulf War, and that led to Gulf War illness. Because when you roll out vaccines quickly, even if you're doing it legit, even if you don't have some alternative weird purpose, right? Yeah. It's still extremely dangerous because it takes five years. It takes time. Yeah. You do animal studies. There's no animal studies behind this and this is the big question how are the russians not getting massive reactions to a vaccine they rolled out you know this is the funny thing about the chinese vaccines because i haven't even i hadn't even looked into them until late but the chinese vaccines are accused of not doing anything because they don't really deliver any antibodies which is absolutely hilarious it's like okay if we're going to give our citizens a vaccine let's make sure it doesn't do anything let's give them a sugar pill basically you know right, our yeah. guys are delivering these things which which deliver massive antibodies yeah very strong medicine and no one knows the results incredible no one knows how this is going to end up no one's ever done this before chris 40 over on odyssey says uh, thanks for always bringing us good perspective uh, red eyes tv thank you sir appreciate the uh, support over on odyssey let me see if there's any there's a couple of other ones here yeah wise sends a couple uh okay yeah lol those were the lyrics to my song oh fantastic i gotta check that out i, I forget i had the link open last time i think it was was it you sent uh, the link last time wise 
and I didn't have time to listen to it yet. So uh, I'm seeing the link there. I got to share that. That's awesome. I got to check. Those are pretty good, those lyrics then. Uh, well done, Wise, for doing those, uh, the George Floyd lyrics there. Uh, and it's also here on Odyssey. We can share that later on. Let me copy that and we can share that in chat. So we can, maybe we could play it at the end or something like that. See, and one last thing just to update <clears throat> yeah. you guys, because this is something most people don't know. German researchers have identified what's causing the blood clots in the AstraZeneca. And in the AstraZeneca, it's a lot more common than, say, Johnson & Johnson. Um, Johnson and Johnson appears the only, I mean, across the West, the Johnson and Johnson adenovirus is by the numbers so far looking to be probably the safest one because anything that goes wrong with it, we know about it and they've shut it down. And that appears to be a response to the Russian vaccine that was making, that is making so much money because this is about money and power and prestige. So Johnson & Johnson delivered this old-school vaccine, although it goes does something quite controversial. It's the only time it's been done in a vaccine. It uses fetal cell lines. Fetal yeah. cell lines yeah. have been used in medicine. Uh, fetal cell lines typically come from Nordic babies in the late 70s, early 80s that have been aborted, and then they start dividing the cells somewhere in a lab after that. Very weird stuff, yeah. but nonetheless, it's, it's not uncommon in medicine, unfortunately. And they have identified the German researchers on what is causing the rare blood clots in Johnson & Johnson as well as AstraZeneca. And I'm curious to see if they fix that. Because I have a feeling where I'm at, um, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine has become hard to get. Uh, and I have a feeling they – don't be surprised when the boosters come out because they're coming in late summer is what I'm trying to say. Don't be surprised if the boosters are all mRNA. Yeah. If, yeah. if they make it. That's why they went after J&J. That's why they went after them, I think. I, I think so, too. I, yeah. I think they want all mRNA. Yeah. I think yes. the Russians are right on this. Yeah. I think they the boosters are going to be mRNA. You're going to hear constant. Uh, okay, if you got the Johnson & Johnson, you need to get this booster. Yeah. You know, th these are good to mix. You want to mix one shot of Pfizer with one shot of AstraZeneca. You're going to hear weird stuff like this. It isn't going to make any sense. Yeah. But yet, nonetheless, wherever they're doing with this mRNA, they want it bad. The ideal that Israel would actually plunge Pfizer into their population, and they're already experiencing problems. <clears throat> Is yeah, absolutely made no sense to me at all because no. they had access to anything they wanted. They had access to Sputnik. They could actually manufacture Sputnik in Israel and make money off of it because Russia partners. So if the, the ideal that they would actually grab Pfizer mRNA and then just start plunging young Jews with it, um, and and it you know there was horror stories coming out of Israel and still are. Uh, they're having heart problems as a result. Mm -hmm. And we just don't, I mean, it's an experiment, like any yeah. experiment. You don't know. But, um, yep, crazy, huh? Uh, try to stay away from it. Try to stay away well, from yeah. it. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, the, the, then, okay, this is another dimension to it. And we, we kind of keep staying on this. It's fine, though. It's, it's very interesting and it's very important, too. <clears throat> but then you have the other aspect of the virus, uh, sorry, the vaccine working as the virus in and of itself, right? They've already experimented on this type of technology on animal populations where you basically give a vaccine to a few of the animals, then they produce these antibiotics or, or spiked protein and it gets emitted through their breath in different ways and, and other animals absorb it, right? So it actually auto spreads. And that's also what we're looking at right now, that even if you don't want the vaccine, if you potentially are in proximity to someone else that have taken the vaccine, you might be getting the same 
effect essentially of it as well which is you know kind of crazy but that's what we're looking at right now and you know they've denied this and stuff like that but this is back in 2020 that we're uh, uh speculating and talking about this kind of stuff like hey can we can we develop a vaccine that works as a virus like and and then that would be we also bypass vaccine hesitancy as they politically correct call it now that if you don't want it well we'll give it to you anyway basically yeah it's pretty scary uh, it, it, Anytime there's this much distrust in the elites and there's a legitimate reason for that. I mean, if the people in charge are trying to kill you, you may not want to take their <laughs> no, it's like, What was it? Uh, so some mean- I, I mean, you know, I've been having, I, I got asked a question early on. Um, you know, I told a listener, don't take anything, just buy time on it. But he's like, well, look, I have to take something. So tell me what you would take if you had to take something to feed your family, because some people aren't in the position that me and Henrik are in. And so I did my homework and I told him if I had to take something, I would probably take the I would definitely take the I would try to take the Russian shot <laughs> right, or one of the sugar pills that doesn't appear to deliver many side effects. And if I had to take something, I would probably roll dice on the Johnson and Johnson because it appears to be a reaction to the Sputnik, uh, the path that they took. I wouldn't try to stay away this mRNA stuff, but obviously you don't want to take anything until we find out more. But, and I would still stick with that too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is one of those, some of these people are just, yeah. you know, they, they have to fly, they have to work, they have to do this and that, and they're forcing people to take this stuff. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we the, we have to fight this. This is a line in the sand, at least for me. And some people might be willing to cross that, but I'm not. I'm not going to give this experiment to me, right? But yeah, someone sent me this this meme here. Uh, no one. The government now. Don't be afraid. I love you. <laughs> I'm going to do what I need to to protect you because we just we've been trying to replace you for a few decades, but now we're we're really looking out for you this time. It's it's true. Yeah, the, and, and the, the people are saying, you know, and this is honest. This is the the logical thing. Why would the governor? Why would the government give a vaccine that's going to kill the very people that are compliant and doing whatever they say? Yeah, and that's a very good question, and. I think in my mind that they, they know where they want to be at point B and they're running computer simulations and a machine spitting things out and they're going down this very particular possible. boat based on yeah. computer simulations. Very, very possible, and yeah. so things might not make sense because AI doesn't think it calculates. We think. We think and we use our hearts and our minds. AI just calculates. And so we're looking at cold calculations. We're not looking at something straightforward, but that is a good question. People keep Very asking. Good point. Yeah. I am staying clear of it until I get a lot more information. Um, you know, but there's a lot of people rolling dice, but I would I would try to stay away from the mRNA. I try to stay away from all of it, try to stay away from the mRNA stuff. Uh you know, look at the numbers coming out. Follow the Russian, uh, the Russian as they produce numbers country by country per hundred thousand. All these countries aren't lying. Just look at the numbers. And um, you know, I do know people that have taken various different vaccines that have had not not had any problem. I also know someone that took Pfizer and got half their face frozen. Yeah. Um, and and, and, so it's, too, a lot and of it's too early to tell, too, because the long-term effects. So, yeah. We don't know what things are going to be like no. five years from now. Or, uh, you know, the big thing is the first year, the one year, and to see what the births are like. Yeah. Uh, to see what's happening with women. I'm curious to see what's going on with the Ru the Russian vaccine has very broad distribution. So I'm, I'm just curious because, I, because none of the other Russian vaccines are worth a damn. But the Sputnik V is like a silver bullet. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know how they got that that fat. My opinion, they were sitting on it the whole time. Interesting take, yeah. Uh, 
Adawin87 over on Odyssey says, uh, late but glad to be here. Thank you, sir. Good to see you. Let me do a couple of these on Entropy real quick, and then we'll have to swiftly move. I think we'll move into the UFO thing after this because it's uh, – <laughs> we, we, I, I, I want to make sure we cover that because there's a lot of interesting we things We go over time. We go over time. Exactly. Right. We can, of course. We can go over a little bit as well. That's totally fine. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Black Phillip did – no, we did that one. Der Schrusker over on Entropy Streams says – should we soon expect the climate lockdown and then a new outburst of Corona uh, slash Corina slash Corina slash Viagra or whatever they want to call it? The best thing is not to Viagra. <laughs> the best thing is not to. I might need it after this. Eh? Uh, the best thing is not to panic, but prepare the best you can. Well, that's right. I mean, again, prepare for the for the worst, uh, but uh, but hope for the best. Right. Um, good that you reminded me i we covered it at the time but i kind of i kind of forgot about that but it it, it plays into this theory that they're uh, or theory the, the the think tank out of the uk were uh, were uh, f- fire something i forget what the fires uk i think they were called or something like that they had this doc i've mentioned many times called absolute zero that they're showing how they plan to basically choke out every different segment of society production manufacturing, transportation, building, all these kinds of things and bring it to absolute zero. This is from a, a climate point of view primarily, right? But it's also been it's also done for a different reason, which ties into the fourth industrial revolution, the World Economic Forum, 2030. Where do you hear where do you guys hear a fresh hot take from Elon Musk's wife slash girlfriend? Oh, that one, yeah, I don't yeah, know gonna, what she is, but this is good. This is this is that. a total choking out by AI. <laughs> and it's uh, got AI in it too, because I nice. think they're using more and more advanced quantum computing, yeah, more so than we know, and they're doing a lot more scenarios. And the reason a lot of stuff doesn't make sense on in, in, in the moves of the Anglo-American set on the world stage is because the moves and the the sequence is being called by it's not being done by humans per se. It's being yeah. done by feedback from AI, yeah. feedback from computer. Is my opinion. I can't prove that. It's speculation, but that is the, my honest take yeah. on why things don't make sense. Uh, very, very good. I exactly. I, I agree with this. It's very plausible. Yeah. So the cli- anyway, the climate lockdown thing is a, is a thing. It could be that they they do this with the the pandemic. They give everybody vaccine, and that and that might be it. That might and then they move on to the other stuff, right? Then yes, the yes, the climate lockdown comes. Then the cyber polygon comes, and the shutdown of the supply chain and the food shortage uh, begins. And who knows? Then they roll out the UFO Space Brothers. They're going to come down and save us from this cataclysm or something. You know, it, it could is any uh, it's any combination of 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 how they plan this. But yeah, climate lockdowns is definitely something I think is is in the pipeline. So uh, so for sure. Uh, Wise wildfire, big donation. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your support. Always good to see you. Uh, thank you. Um, I shared that uh, link to your song in the on, over on Trovo as well. I should I should uh, I definitely want to listen to that uh, later on. Thank you, Wise. I appreciate uh, the support. Sir, uh, Virginian Drifter says this a little bit off topic, but uh, have you heard of Tur- or Thor Chain, Henrik? Yes, I, I have heard of it. Uh, not looked into it too much. Uh, he says here, a decentralized exchange with cross-chain swapping, pretty groundbreaking, uses a token called Rune. That's right, still think it's uh, an early play. Uh, I've heard some of that, and as far as I understand it, both uh, Sushi... Um, Sushi is a is decentralized one. Uniswap is another. I'm not sure what makes what makes them all different, beyond the fact that they just they run off of you know they have they have their own separate kind of way of doing things. I have heard of uh, Thorchain, but I gotta look into it more and see. Obviously, they have a really cool name, so it's gotta be good, right? But uh, yeah, thank you, Virginia Drifter. I'll definitely make sure to look into it a bit more. Uh, but 
basic basically any decentralized exchange is phenomenal to have at this point because as far as i understand it you can't you can't you can't fuck with that so essentially we could develop a erc20 token or some or something another blockchain based we could develop something and let's assume we build a super chat system on that or something like that if you can have your uh, token listed on one of these decentralized exchanges there's no one that can fuck with it as far as i know no one can censor that so that means you could potentially monetize there's a way of monetizing of having your own currency uh, that people can give to you on your own platform and then you can swap it for other you know uh, ethereum or bitcoin and then cash out to something like that so overall it's a very 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 good system all the the defi uh the decentralized finance uh, stuff that's coming out uh one more here from virginian drifter uh, in regards to the vaccine, this would probably be where things come off the rails for them if they are trying to force the vaccine in some areas. This stuff with no parental consent between ch children is crazy. Yeah, there was. I saw we played some clip out of Canada where they're basically just saying like, if we, if the if the school authority of or, or if like the nurse here at the school consider that the that the students should have the vaccine, they'll they just give it to them. And they don't even ask the uh, the parents, uh, uh, Tim. So they're, it's not that, they, well, I mean, it is forcing them, but they're just bypassing parental consent altogether. This is nuts. Yeah, I saw the, the clip out of Canada, and I played that where they were, uh, they had the actual uh, ice cream. You know, it's like, don't buy ice cream from the guy in the weird van, and they're setting up <laughs> ice cream. Ice cream stands to vaccinate kids without parental approval, like get an ice cream for with a vaccine. You know, you don't even have to. Your parents don't even have to know. It's very creepy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's very creepy for sure. Let me see. And I, I think yep. if you can buy time and wait till the boosters come out, more and more people are going to be like, what, 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 a booster? What's this about? Yeah. Why do I need a booster? Yep. And they've already started uh, started talking about that. Uh, Wise, can you d put your link to, I was trying to find it again here. No, 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 there it is. I found it. Okay, good. Uh, I was going to share that on Entropy real quick. Wise, uh, the, your George uh, Floyd, St. George Floyd song. Um, censored videos uh, says on Odyssey sailing shots for Israel question mark don't believe anything from the media we played one clip Tim where it looked like they were giving uh, it, it was just out of Israel it was like some mall or something like that was a doctor there administering but someone had filmed them from like up you know from from up above the second floor or something like that and uh, it looked like they were like just not giving them the, the vaccine he says he just like put it to the side and then he just kind of walked away and, and stuff like that any chance that they're actually not giving these vaccines to the Israeli population? Well, they got a lot of young people with uh, young men age 18 to 30 with the myocarditis or the I don't know how it's pronounced exactly with enlarged hearts already. So obviously something's going on there. Uh, but it, there, there's definitely going to be doctors in Israel that put shots into the toilet or whatever and just gave people their passports. Yeah, exactly. That's going on everywhere. That's going yeah. on supposedly in Canada and everywhere else. Doctors are like, you know, F this. I'm not putting this in people's arms. They did take a Hippocratic oath and that type of thing. So this, this type of thing is going to go on. Uh, I don't know the numbers. We don't know the numbers. And there are horror stories in Israel with side effects. And there are, again, there's young men with enlarged hearts. They're already dealing with that. Just look it up. What they found with the Pfizer. Yep. Uh, okay. A couple so my more. Guess yep. is, my guess is they might have stopped the second dose. Mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of people are going to stop the second dose of the Pfizer, or do, second dose, dosage of Pfizer, Moderna, something like that. Because these things are delivering unbelievable numbers of antibodies. Um, yeah. that are, uh, some would argue, it depends. I mean, everybody's different. So some would argue that that number of antibodies is just not needed. Yeah. Right. Um, 
RoboThink said on Odyssey here, can you drop the link on Entropy? I want to hear the song. I just put that in the chat, uh, so check that out, RoboThink. Thanks so much. Uh, let's do this. Yeah, so last one here on the COVID stuff, and then we'll do the UFO segment, and then we'll see where we are time-wise, and we could always go back to some of the other stories we missed here. But uh, Danish authorities shut down access to BitChute over, quote, dangerous COVID-19 information. I don't know what it is with some of these northern Europeans, but their slavish mentality when it comes to safety and security is, is, is very troubling. Now, BitChute already had a pretty extensive overhaul uh, on June 1st when it comes to their uh, policy, uh, terms of service and that kind of stuff. And, and, and of course, it's very I'm very I'm very split on this. So I'm going back to BitChute or to, to the story out of Denmark specifically in a moment. But just speaking to BitChute here for a second, I, I wish this wasn't so. But at the same time, it, it looks bad, this new, it's, it's all this EU and UK kind of, uh, uh, you know, they're tied to the laws there in terms of what they have to have on their, on their, in their policy about incitement to hatred and all these kinds of things and, and uh, you know, EU regulation and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I wish they didn't have to do that, but the harsh reality is that if they didn't do this, the site could be shut down, right? If like, if it doesn't, if it doesn't follow the law, it could be shut down. And, and so that's part of why we're seeing this too. I, I would assume that any country could show up and say, oh, well, we think that this isn't uh, sound or it, it's uh, violating the policy that we have on misinformation. So we're just going to block access. Sure, you might be able to go around with with a VPN, but this is effectively, effectively how they could kill off a platform like BitChute where each country just says, no, we, we're not going to allow this kind of thing. But what do you, what do you make of the? I'm not, I'm not sure if you've seen the updates at all on that. And, and uh, No, I, I, I cannot update. I, it, the last time I went to upload on BitChute, it took me 10 times. So I just stopped uploading on BitChute, and I upload exclusively on Odyssey. I don't know what's going on with my inability to upload on BitChute, but I consider I started considering it a total waste. I just don't have time to continuously update, upload. I've heard that if you subscribe to them monthly, if you pay them monthly, you can upload easier. But I could never upload anything to BitChute that was of any length at all. Sure. So um, didn't matter how much I handbraked it. Sometimes using handbrake would work. Sometimes it wouldn't. It doesn't matter the. I mean, on Odyssey, I don't have problems. Bitshoot, yeah. I know a lot of people that have problems uploading there. So yeah. I stopped uploading there, and I just like, well, okay. It's a guy <laughs> in his garage. He's done well. He's a libertarian. You know, he needs to locate his servers in the Philippines or something. But that's another story. But yeah, he right. wants to go this route, and he's, you know, it's not. I, I, if I could upload there easily, I would have still be yeah, the, uploading there. The, I, I know what you're talking about, and I found this weird, like an exact combination of things that I have to do. Like I can't <laughs> put any tags in early on, and and some and it's it's gotten better. Don't get me wrong; it's definitely gotten better. And my videos now that I upload to Bitchute post much quicker, right? So it's clear that they have much better uh, computer power on the back end to process the video files. But for a while there, it, I could sit all all on a night basically, and it just it didn't take after upload again and a third and a fourth time and stuff like that. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't. If I have to play with the technology a lot, I just go somewhere else. But uh, yeah. Odyssey works really well for me. It has since day one. You use Handbrake and use their settings and yeah their compression settings it seems to work very well and so i stopped uploading on BitChute and just up yeah. upload exclusively to odyssey and we're growing there and good you know BitChute has never had live streaming they they brought out live streaming for various different people for for, for a period a of time there, but yeah. never i just think it's a lot for that guy to handle as he's by himself his intentions i'm sure are wonderful but 
I don't see any type of platform like that out of the UK going well long term. Yeah. But maybe none of these platforms will. You know, we're digital nomads anyway. So, yeah, it's very it's very fussy when you get into how the UK and even the uh, EU then classify, for example, incitement to hatred and and, sure. and things we've seen, of course, mentioned in the mainstream media about white people, I would assume would be classified as incitement to hatred. But that's a pass. No. Um, then you can talk, I guess, just generally about a group, and that would be incitement, and I mean, it could be, you know, in violation. We just have to see what happens. But anyway, but back to this point uh, regarding the Danish government here, that this is, this is how, with everything just in this show, Tim. Now we've spent the last year talking about all kinds of question marks that we've had about coronavirus, about COVID-19, SARS 2 the vaccine rollout, this new experimental technology, questions, questions, questions. Is it lab made? What's going on? They banned pe- they've banned people from all plat- all kinds of platforms for just having these discussions and talking about the, uh, this kind of stuff. All of a sudden, the mainstream media can now start talking about, oh, well, was it lab? Did it accidentally escape from a lab? totally fine now right they just update and change as they go uh but this is just how nuts they are when it comes to like our inability to even just access information that differs from the mainstream when they time and time again have proven that they're either intentionally mudding the water and confusing uh, us poisoning the well or they're just so inept and so incompetent that they don't know what they're doing regardless the end result is the same we're the ones who are suffering. We're the ones who have to play Russian roulette with our with our own lives and, and, and our, our loved ones' lives because we can't get a straight answer what the hell it is that's going on. And their only method right now is to just ban people that, that raise concerns about the vaccine and about the origins. This is incredible to me. Yeah, it most certainly is. It definitely is. But it's just another... These people contradict themselves so much. They're so full of shit. They have so little credibility with the population. They're just doing themselves in yeah. over a period of time. It's, it's, nothing really surprises me how much they reverse themselves and then forget about what they first lied about. So Yeah, exactly. Hey, why don't we play? Uh, I haven't seen this uh, yet, but so this is uh, e- Elon Musk's uh, wife. Is that, is that what it is? I, I don't know if they're technically married yet, but she is the mother of his child and he takes care of her. This is Grimes. She's a younger, youngish singer. She looks like she's 15 in that shot right there or something. Is that Elon? In her Musk's 20s, or? I believe. Holy shit. All right. Okay. Well, Elon likes she that does look, young she meat. She does eh? look young. She's got all that stuff drawn out. Those aren't tattoos. She draws funny shit on her face. Right. Named her kid a funny name. I don't know. Let's listen. I have a proposition for the communists. Um, so typically most of the communists I know are not big fans of AI, but if you think about it, AI is actually the fastest path to communism. So if implemented correctly, AI could actually theoretically solve for abundance. Like we could totally get to a situation where nobody has to work. Everybody is provided for with a comfortable state of being comfortable living. AI could automate all the farming, weed out systematic corruption thereby bringing us to as close as possible to genuine equality. So basically everything that everybody loves about communism, but without the collective farm. Because (laughs) let's be real, enforced farming is really not a vibe. (laughs) I have a proposition. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah, you, wow. didn't, you didn't think it was going to be good. No. I, I gave it to Henrik right before the show, guys. I'm like, you got to watch this. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. It's yep. gold. It's gold. Wow. But it, it, but this is true, though. Do you, do you, you remember the Venus Project? You remember the Venus Project, right? Don't yeah. You? Yes. AI. Like- they're going to use AI. Again, I think they're already using supercomputers. I think the reason a lot of shit doesn't make sense is because 
there's not thinking, it's calculating, it's being done by computers, and the leads are going, look, we want to be at point B over here. This, How how would we do this? Here's the variables, the stimuli, inputs. You know, we could do anything. We'll do a vaccine. We'll do this. We'll do yeah. that, you know. Yeah. And the computer's just spitting shit out. Yeah, the uh, Venus but, Project was like back in, it, basically, it never went any, anywhere, and not, not because it wasn't an idea that they think is good. But it's basically the World Economic Forum are not doing things like the, the <laughs> what the Venus Project was proposing, right? It's just like this right. automated, computerized system. It's AI. It's just, and it would be like everything, the perfect designs everywhere. Everything will be taken care of you. You'll be, every corner will be bubble wrapped. You, you'll never be able to hurt yourself again. And this kind of. You don't own anything and you'll be taken care of and you you'll go. be free. You, you'll be happy. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Exactly. That's basically what it is. I think I, that, and that's why I'm raising that point that I think she's, I think she's right in the sense of, of what the aspirations are of what they want to do. Venus Project was basically like a neo-technical communist Yeah, she's version. clearly seeding memes. She's heard this shit before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't just dream this shit up to, yesterday and like, oh, okay. You know, she overheard Elon talking with his buddies. No, no, no. She, no, exactly. She's probably been t being told by uh, Elon Musk uh, what to say here. Uh, exactly. I, I don't know. <laughs> TikTok. This is from TikTok. TikTok, yeah. The, the, the Chinese PSYOP, as it were. But uh, AI is going to solve our problems. It's going to save us, right? It's going to, everything is going to be wonderful. Uh, and of course, then you have things like this. This is what AI is uh, involved in right now. Let me go forward in my lower thirds here a bit. Uh, and autonomized, uh, autonomous, sorry. Weaponized drone hunted down humans without command for the first time. Interesting, right? Eh? Uh, let me read a little bit. An autonomous drone may have hunted down and attacked humans without input from human commanders. A recent UN report has revealed, as well as being the first time such an attack um, by an artificial intelligence has taken place on humans, it's unclear whether the drone may have killed people during the attack which took place in Libya. In March 2020, there you go. Libya has been this testing ground for a lot of different things since they ousted uh, Gaddafi from there. The report to the UN Security Council states that on March 22nd, 2020, Libyan Prime Minister Fayez al-Sajjar ordered Operation Peace Storm, which saw unmanned combat aerial vehicles, UCAVs, used against Haftar-affiliated forces. Drones has been used in combat for years, but what made this attack different is that they operated without human input after the initial attack with other support uh, had taken place. Interesting. So this is, of course, one of the big, kind of one of the big predictive uh, programming things that we've been uh, getting through the big, you know, uh, Hollywood uh, media and stuff like that over the last few decades. That AI, we're going to birth AI. It's going to just take on a life of its own. It's going to run amok and start killing everybody. Right. That's kind of what we've been told. That that that's the game plan. It looks like. And I've always said this. Like it it always it's always going to be down to who controls AI. It's always going to be a someone's always going to have a backdoor. Someone's always going to be able to put a little you know uh, uh, some kind of marker on themselves and say you know kill all these other people but leave these guys because we're the ones in charge. But uh, anyway, this is a potential outcome of AI. Tim, what do you make of it? I think it was the Israelis, maybe Netanyahu himself, was bragging that they had already used AI in some type of uh, combat situation. That's right. The latest war. That's right. We, we we talked about that briefly. They said the, fir the first AI uh, war, they call it, or something like that. It was a. And we don't know what they meant by that, or you know, I I never got any details on that, but they're 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 already using it to make decisions. Yes. And they're walking down this particular path. It may blow up in their faces. Uh, it, it might, and my point has always been, even if it, uh, even if it's, 
what, how, how do I word this? The, the, the mistake that it runs off and does its own thing might be part of the plan, if you see what I'm saying. <laughs> it might not be an accident, well, what but they're going to sell the us says, as it's an You know accident. what, the way, the way to power on this planet is just to get rid of the top 2% that everyone hates. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. anything is possible. You know, all right. You know, AI wakes up and says, well, the way to peace on this planet is let's just get rid of the Zionist state. <laughs> so you're kind of with uh, imagine uh, that morning you know? kind of with I mean, Grimes you could see how this could backfire you know because once you start I don't know you, you kind of with Grimes on this in the sense that it, it will be it will be objectively true right so let us just do its thing because it will find things that the elite doesn't want us to find <laughs> because we're on the side of up, truth here's the thing are you going to end up with shlomo or are you going to end up with tay because if you end up with tay you're in trouble <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on what side you're on, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Here's so part of what they did. Apparently, IDF talked about how they were mapping a any given point in Gaza, for example, over ten times per day. Going, the AI was wading through massive amounts of video information and audio info, everything that they had kind of that they could put into it, visual, auditorial, other kinds of things, intelligence, basically. It, apparently, AI was using to. Uh, determine wh wh where a threat would pop up, where certain people are that they're tracking and stuff like that, right? Um, but um, it's also a little overblown. That's kind of one of the takeaways from this too, that there was they, they kind of there was like to 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 claim that they're like so high tech and so high end and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, they have a lot of access, they have a lot of money, a lot of resources. That's some of the most advanced military stuff in the world. I'm not trying to put it down, but they love to kind of brag about this kind of stuff too. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. So anyway, so that's uh, that was that story. Now let's look at what. Let's do this then. Let's go into the uh, the UFO uh, segment here a little bit. Is there is there? Uh, do you want to set this up for us in any way? Like what what what, uh, what we should know before we start talking about some of these stories here, Tim? What are we looking at overall when it comes to the UFO phenomena? You know, we did a show. I, I even have it up here because I had to look at the date, January 9th, 2015, called "Psyop Memes: Ancient Aliens, Egyptian Moses, and Egyptian Moses and Non-Indigenous Whites." And in that show, I talked about them testing. I was talking about a particular path that they went down on the Discovery Channel that pissed off a lot of people with the Megalodon show. You remember they were doing the Megalodon show? It was all. It was all fake and gay, but at the same time, they normally don't do things like that on channels like the Discovery. And so it pissed people off because Discovery's history channel, these type of channels are based on some type of, you know, something that's actually really happening and not like a fake mermaid special or a fake Megalodon special. But something that just occurred to me, and you guys can go back and listen to that. You should be a subscriber to Red Ice. It is, uh, I think the first hour is free and the second hour is behind the paywall, but you guys should, it, it's very relevant now. What didn't occur to me then, but does occur to me now with these UFOs, you see a whole lot of them coming out of the water. And this is what they were testing over and over again. You see, when you're dealing with the oceans, you're dealing with something like, you know, you can't see. So you're dealing with the ultimate playground for a potential false flag. You know, we've got these evil aliens underneath the oceans. They've tested the water. They've tested the runway. They've tested perceptions with the Megalodon shows of like, you know, what do we need to do to fool people? You know, and the whole idea of the show, why do a show like that if you're not really trying to fool people? And obviously you're not going to fool people with a Megalodon show, but you're gauging reactions of what you need. What do you need to do? regarding the oceans to fool people on a gay op in the ocean. 
That's precisely what they were doing, and that's the road we're going down because all this UFO stuff over and over again they have coming out of the water. So you're not dealing with a, a false flag in, involving space as of yet. You're involving one involving the oceans, uh, which is workable if they have enough cooperation. And this is where the Russians come in. The Russians don't appear to be cooperating. So uh, any anything goes here. Anything goes. But they're definitely walking down this road very quickly. They're lining it up, not ne for next week or not when they issue this report or whatever. Uh, this is just an appetizer. But they are moving down this particular road, and we are dealing with water and oceans over and over again, which is an avenue they have already signaled in a lot of different ways that they, they're thinking about. You know, the whole idea of a Megalodon special to, to convince people that a Megalodon actually exists. And, hey, we can't see through the ocean. The ocean's most of the planet's water, and no one knows what the hell is going on underneath it at any given time. So that's a pretty good angle for them. Yeah. Um, so we might be looking at a – well, there's two ways, of course. It's one, it is real in the sense that it's, it, it's, it's out there. Um, but it's not controlled by them, right? But they're still acting like they wanted to use it. The other option, as far as I'm seeing, is that they either, you know, they, the, the powers that be, are in control of it, or or maybe it's a fact, maybe it's a faction, right? A, a, a smaller faction inside of the global elite or something. That's we could we could have this. a few different factions. The the argument over the missing trillions in America, of course, many people are going to say black budget, but the black budget is actually a great percentage counted for when you start talking about twenty trillion or fifty trillion, depending on who you're listening to, or even just ten trillion. That's not accounted for in a black budget. Y you get into the theory that they funded a space program in secret, and then you get others that say they funded more than one because one got away from them. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, Jer I always give the analogy what they're gearing up for, and I did an hour-long special on this just from a financial angle on why they have to move into space. Right. from a financial angle. Mm -hmm. And it is the Christopher Columbus playbook. You can't have just expanding populations and expanding number of consumers driving the stonk market. You have to have expanding territory and expanding natural resources. And they cannot do that anymore on the planet. They played their last game in Asia with Chimerica. There's nowhere else to expand to. There's too many players that want to expand and there's nowhere to expand to. You have to go to space. So you send out Christopher Columbus to find the new world, but you don't need to do aliens to do any of this stuff. You don't need to do that. They've talked about mining asteroids, the type of resources they could get a hold of. They've talked about mining the moon, Mars, so on and so forth. I don't know how they're going to do that. They haven't told us that. There's a lot of missing money, and there is a big financial angle, and that's up on Odyssey right now. It's one hour long, and it'll convince you by the end of it that th there is a financial angle to this. It's why we're seeing cryptocurrencies. You're not going to be able to send gold and silver and paper dollars from a colony from Mars to the moon, but you could. Cryptocurrencies are like a Republic credit in Star Wars. This is how money's going to move in space. And this is the game they're playing, and there's a lot of different players playing at the same time. We don't know what the Chinese technology is. The Chinese space program seated by the Russians. We don't know what the Russians have. We don't know what surprises are going to be uh, as they make these moves, but they have to make this move for financial reasons. I don't know why they're, the, the whole entire idea that aliens are dangerous uh, living beneath the oceans going to get us uh, one of the particular characters. And this is what we're seeing. All these actors on Tucker Carlson, which I've all documented, yeah, are straight right. out of Hillary Clinton. 
They're straight from the Clinton administration era. Uh, Louis Elizondo from the CIA, he is the big whistleblower, and he said the intelligence failure is at the same level as 9-11, but we haven't faced the 9-11 event. Are aliens going to jump out or, or are, you know, the false flaggers going to jump out of the Pacific Ocean and wipe out L.A.? I mean, what are they going to do to false flag this? Because as of right now, no one's really paying attention. Yeah. Except guys like me and maybe Henrik and your, your <laughs> listeners, our listeners. But this is the big one. This is the move. This, from a financial standpoint, this is the direction they have to go. There's a lot of different players ready for them to walk down this road. This is kind of like, why doesn't Israel go to war with Iran? Because there's too many players ready for that. That could be real action if they try to go that move. But this, this as they go down this road, which they have to do for financial reasons, I'm convinced of it. Uh, I just don't know how, why, uh, why they're doing the aliens are dangerous. There's there's other outliers that Henrik's going to pull up here. But if you go back, you can listen to my – I've always been consistent on this, trying to go over the different variables. I'm really surprised by some of the stuff they're bringing out, that going down the aliens are dangerous path. And we will see. We're going we're gonna to all live through this one. Yeah, if you right. thought you lost civil liberties – under COVID, if you thought COVID was a gay ops, you haven't seen shit until they walk <laughs> down this aliens are dangerous road. Yeah, yeah. Uh, aliens are underneath the ocean. And this is something, if you listen to the special we did on Red Ice five years ago, this is something that I we, I speculated on, which was only common sense for anyone really looking at the Megalodon special. Why are you trolling people on because you're trolling white people on Discovery Channel? Why are you trolling them with fake and gay Megalodon specials? Why? I mean, it's not for money. It's not for money. You're doing, you have some type of social engineering reasons. And what they were gauging is, you know, what do we have to do involving the oceans to fool people? Because the oceans are something, no, no one knows what the hell's, you know, a so thousand you're feet saying, under the Pacific. The, so the megalodon thing was a dry run to see who would find out whether it's true or not because we're placing the 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 this the topic of the the theme of the, the that show that special was in 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 the ocean in the water so because we've seen the a lot of these special too the mermaid special there's things underneath the ocean mermaids were real we didn't know it and they're alive right the mermaid special was another one <clears throat> the megalodon special was this big scary monster in the ocean and we didn't know about it and it was from the past and I, I think it was a dry run gauging perceptions. They were they were looking at all the numbers and like, okay, do we need one hologram of a megalodon showing up in Boston and one in L.A.? What do we need to do to fool these people? Right. You know. Yeah, here's one story as an example of a leak. Now video. that's speculation, but that's yeah. just kind of logical if you look at where they're going with this right here. Yeah. So here's one example here. Leaked video appears to show UFO plunging underwater off California. You're saying that there's it's very hard for people to fi to find out whether well for one if it's true but also if it's like well where are they where did it go how do we can we can it's we the check ultimate where it gotcha is? it's like we got this small virus but you got to trust us <laughs> right you know we got aliens in the Pacific they're coming out well are they attacking Washington are they attacking me because you know I'm not being bothered by anything alien in the Pacific I'm being you know illegal aliens that's another story. <laughs> Um, so they're trying to prepare something here. That's the that's the the point here too, I, right? Yeah, I, I, there's a, there's a, there's probably a dozen different variables, maybe even two or three dozen. I am looking at their past memes. One of the things that bothers me, all right, as we go down the particular road of dangerous aliens attacking, 
Okay, two things, these EM, these high-level electromagnetic attacks, okay, uh, that have come out to be accurate. They said it was not true, the Havana Syndrome, they said it was the Chinese, the Russians, Mm -hmm. and then it started happening in Washington, D.C. as of November of last year. Washington, D.C., CIA officials are getting their brains scrambled. Not CIA officials, CIA operatives. Now, how would someone know that's a CIA operative, and how would they know to scramble their brains? Uh, if you can throw off someone's hearing, you can really mess with them. So this type of thing is pretty easy to do, but it doesn't have to be local. You don't have to be near someone to do it. You could be on the other side of the planet in theory, if you had the technology and you had the exact area this particular target was. The idea of this is coming out now. So we do have high level attacks going on against, uh, the Anglo American set. I'm curious to see what to look for. Are these attacks more common than they've been telling us? So, so far they have been. Are they broader than they're telling us? Are they against MI6? Are they against Mossad? Uh, Is this much broader than just the American set? One of the strange things about Admiral Byrd, and there's a lot of stuff about his Operation High Jump, I don't really pay attention to other than the statements made on the record to El Mercurio, which is a matter of public record, right? He said, coming back from Operation High Junk, he said something that really caught me off guard. He said America needs to be prepared against an enemy that's going to attack pole to pole. Didn't say anything about aliens. He said an enemy that's going to be attacking. Wait, who said that again? Sorry. Admiral Byrd. A Byrd, okay. El Mercurio, Argentina. The only statement on the record he gave, and you can look it up. It's it's a matter of public record. But you notice he says America is going to be attacked. Why in the hell isn't the rest of the planet? All right. And, and then we've come forward. Another statement that caught off guard, caught me off guard. And these are statements of public record of people that know a few things. Why they're making them. You could say they're seeding memes as far back as that. It could be anything. Right. But Henry Kissinger in one of his memoirs or one of the last published books, or I don't have the book. I, I don't recall exactly where he said it, but it's a matter of public record as well, and Henry Kissinger said it. Didn't deliver evidence of it, but talked about when Reagan met Gorbachev that the meeting was really thrown off because Ronald Reagan asked Gorbachev, uh, Gorbachev, if America comes under attack by aliens, will Russia come to our aid? Now, why in the hell would America come under attack and no one else? Right. Where is this coming from? Why are they, I mean, is this, is this part of the plan to see these memes? Because I follow this shit. When Tucker Carlson's talking about this stuff, I know the names, I know the players, I know the dates. I know what they said when they said it down this angle. This is their big angle for total control. They want the alien angle, but there is some mystery. There is some legitimate mystery in, because from a financial aspect, you don't need to go down the alien road the dangerous alien road. Cause that is somewhat dangerous. You know, you might lose a city or two. <laughs> you might really scare people. Uh, it can be dangerous. Other players may not cooperate or we may see a Sputnik 2.0. They may not cooperate in a way you think they're going to cooperate. Russia cooperated with the virus by giving an adenovirus vaccine that costs you. I mean, basically Russia's making gazillions and you're not because every person that got a Sputnik five didn't get a Pfizer or Moderna or Johnson and Johnson. So that's money out of your pocket and it's billions. You know, so this is all one player on the world stage can really wreck this game 
And I'm curious as we go into this big meeting with Russia, which incidentally is happening at the same similar t- same time they're going down the UFO channel. I'm curious to see exactly what goes on with Russia. Uh, how many different players are really pissed off at Russia at that time? What's being signaled? Uh, the UFO videos are in fact show Chinese hypersonic weapons test. Well, this is the most legitimate explanation I have found of late that that would make sense if it were true and i don't know if it is right yeah at the same time they're saying it's aliens and they're dangerous okay yep so they're also saying it is a cold war standoff uh hypersonic missile testing between china and the u.s now that could be a rational explanation maybe but there's too much other alien programming and there's too many other statements by world leaders and elites to just write this all off just says okay it's just a cold war standoff and maybe that'll be the narrative we're going to have to see as they roll out the report and we're going to have to see the different actors on stage and our actual attacks against our elites expanding these em attacks they're not affecting me and henrik they're affecting people in charge they're scaring the shit out of them someone is and again we don't know who what you mentioned there just to clarify that that's like People in the conspiracy field call it call this directed energy weapons. This is like you know going back to like even some of the conspiracies regarding how the That's towers not- were taken down during 9/11. This was a massive conspiracy theory. Now it's on Fox News, MSNBC, CNN. They're they're, they're covering yeah. this now. It's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, it, it, the Havana syndrome. The people that caught it were told that well, it's bullshit. You're just sick. No, it yeah. was real. Yeah. They threw off. They they gave someone permanent brain damage. Someone out there did. I don't. You mean here's the thing. People in Washington have pissed off so many people. It could be a corporation in China or Russia. It could be a private company. This technology is out there. The sky's the limit when it comes to how many people would want to mess with uh, someone in Washington. You know. Yeah. So God th- only knows. This is a story you sent me too from the New York Times. I think this is what for just a few days. This is from today actually. Yeah. U.S. finds no evidence of alien technology and flying objects but can't rule it out either. It says, obviously, there is a there is an advantage to not get any clear answers because on one end, if you have a story that says, well, it's Chinese secret weapons, then it's like, okay, well, we got to dump more money into this, right? And then you can flip flop back again and say, no, actually, it's we think it's alien. We don't. We, it's off world. We don't even know what it is, right? So yeah, you don't you don't need to go down the space angle for finances. And you guys, again, you can listen to that, my special on Odyssey. It's free. It's up. It's an hour long. It's very thorough on why they have to go down this road from a financial aspect. You don't need to do. You don't need to blow up. You don't need to have some fake alien um some fake uh, some alien uh false flag but eventually to walk down this road of aliens are dangerous you're going to have to false flag and you're going to have to show us the danger and prove to people it is dangerous uh it's going to probably with the virus people people obviously know viruses are real people have had uh relatives die from even things like the flu and you know as you get old or pneumonia and stuff like that so this type of thing was a little bit easier to pull off down that angle. This one's going to be a little more difficult. It, you're going to have to use some big technology, or maybe there's something here we're missing. So we've uh, over the years, of course, we've talked about things like the uh, Project Blue Beam, right? It's a classic yeah. kind of conspiracy in terms of like how they would pull something like this off. We have some actually some clips later too. We can look at some of the. Uh, the potential methodologies of how they could like actually just fake this. It might not even be real in that sense. I, I'm not saying that that's what we're seeing. Maybe what we're seeing is real. It's really well, there. We could see like a that, combination but. of real tech and massive yeah. holograms. Uh, yeah. We could see uh, they have holograms, guys, that are pressurized through pressure waves that can actually touch and feel. And 
they've got some wild stuff out there that they're just waiting, you know, put voices in heads. The sky's the limit uh, if if they want to get religious. But once you walk down this road, you're eventually going to get religious. And that's where it becomes fake gay and very, very dangerous. Yeah. Because yeah. religion, as we've seen in the Middle East, is very dangerous. Yeah, because it would be like, a, you know, so the Blue Beam specific, Project Blue Beam specifically outlines kind of targeting, uh, uh, how to put it, uh, uh, you would... Uh, you would specifically target a region for whatever that region, what they believe in, right? So you would have in the in the in the Arab world, then for example, they would see you know Muhammad or whatever. In the, the Western world, they pro- would project Jesus and stuff like that. Apparently, they can like you know you, you would do different projections and say, oh, it's it's our you know savior kind of coming back, but it could be yeah. wrapped in like but they but they come in a UFO or something, right? Even was it even Obama? Let me pull that up story. That was kind of interesting too. Um, Obama yeah, said. Obama- let me. I need to step away for one minute, Henrik. No I'll worries. Be right back. Obama went. Obama. This has surprised me. Obama went down the alien path and the yeah. religious path very quickly. You see, you, you. This is the danger when they go religion. But I'll be back in one minute. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Uh, let me read this story in the meantime. Here, Obama predicts new religions could arise if proof of aliens discovered. It wouldn't change my politics at all. Yeah, re- really, because my entire politics is uh, premised on the fact that uh, that we are these tiny organisms on this. This little speck floating in the in middle of space. Okay, let me read a little bit here. Um, former President Barack Obama predicted that concrete evidence of alien life would fundamentally change global society in an interview published Tuesday with the New York Times. Speaking with Ezra Klein on the Ezra Klein Show, the 44th president was confronted with a potential scenario in which humans had verified that alien life was probing the Earth. Uh, with the streamer they also probed his uh, butt but uh, we'll leave that for now that's a true story by the way well if it is true Uh, but but as of yet had no way of making contact with these mysterious beings Mr. Obama replied that his overall political viewpoints would likely not differ or defer yeah differ while predicting that many people around the world would see their own philosophies challenged and a whole host of new discussions would arise. It's interesting. It wouldn't change my politics at all because my tarp read that in the top that he's, we're just, we're nothing. So therefore, anyway, but no doubt there would be immediate arguments about like, well, we need to spend a lot of, a lot more money on weapons systems to defend ourselves. Interesting. No new religions would pop up. The former president continued. And who knows what kind of argument we would get into. We're good at manufacturing arguments for each other. So this is tied to this idea that they need some kind of push to kind of really, we put it in context, Tim, finish off this notion and this idea that we live in different nations and we have different customs and traditions and all that stuff. They need some way to homogenize, unified, break every border and truly turn us into, in their wording here, a, a galactic species, right? Or or, or even, right. or there can even be a, a caveat here where the aliens themselves, let's assume that they're not hostile, let's assume that they're friendlies, right? But they want, and they want to help us, we're going through some kind of cataclysm, we're going through, again, think of all the things we're, we're talking about here so far that are kind of lined up right now. Electrical grid shut down, food supply shut down, uh, climate lockdowns, like complete catastrophe. Then all of a sudden our space brothers show up and they're going to save us. They have all this amazing technology they're going to share with us, yep. but there's a set of demands attached to that, which is, Carrot well, stick. Y- you can't, yeah, you exactly. The carrot and stick. You can't have by these the nations way, anymore. Go ahead, Tim. By the way, 
uh, I am convinced over the, the gray alien shit that it was popularized by Hollywood and everything. I'm convinced they're somewhat real, just not real in the way people think. I'm convinced they're AI, some type of AI. I've, I've heard that too, yeah. The little gray yeah. dudes are. Yeah. I don't know how advanced they are, but it wouldn't take anything that advanced to fool a lot of people in my it opinion. Would actually be, think of it this way. It's kind of interesting, but it would actually be kind of logical if you think of it in the sense that if, if there is another species out there and if they're so far removed from us, bar that they've invented some kind of technology to travel light years in a very short time, it would be just in the same way that we send probes, sons, or what do they call them? Like we, we essentially send robots, right, to check things out for us. Sure. The gray aliens could be their robots. It's it's their things where they uh, gather information and data. Or they they, gather, my know. theory is they're remote controlled by the Rothschilds in their bunker. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna land. It's, you're gonna know it. You're gonna know the score, guys, when the little gray dudes land and say diversity is your strength. <laughs> <laughs> well, say no more nations. No more. We're all the same. You have to unite. We, who can we talk to on planet Earth? We need a one globalized system that we can, uh, you know, uh, uh, deal with directly, right? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, we're going to see Grimes. We're going to see Elon Musk and say the AI is here to usher in our, our wonderful utopia. And it's like the aliens are here to usher in the wonderful utopia. And so maybe, 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 said she, the, maybe the, she basically did a Freudian slip by telling us AI. Right. And some people even said that AI is the alien. Right, the, the, this new intelligence that we're that we're developing, and it's coming from us in that sense. But that will be, it will be an alien intelligence to us. It will be so different in in, in the way that it deal with things. Right? Oh, there's no doubt it would be. There's no doubt. I can't many, think at all. It just calculates exactly. It, it's not not based on you know emotions or uh, consideration or empathy or anything like that. It's just like car, cold, hard, raw data, and it's like what's most efficient, what's the best thing, and blah blah blah. Right. Um, I was joking to earlier because Obama talking about how this alien uh, potential alien presence is 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 uh, pr is probing right probing uh, the Earth. But uh, remember the Whitley Strieber story, right? He he one of the first ones to kind of popularize the gray, right? I actually rewatched uh, uh, coincidentally Communion uh, is a movie with um, Christopher Walken in the lead role uh, on that too. Uh, what rewatched that uh, recently too? But remember that that they're like they're collecting. DNA and stuff like that is one of the claims that Whitley has made for a long time. But, he, but communion but, was pretty scary. In it my is. Opinion. It is great. Uh, I mean, it's creepy as hell. I rewatched it just a few the days. The funny ago. thing about the gray alien and the alien meme is that Hollywood originally started out with everything was. Um, whether it be Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which popularized it, as well as E.T., you know, the, the basic view from 10,000 feet uh, from my particular angle. And I went into this even on. Um, uh, Frodi Meniere's, uh, his, his film special when, regarding the movie Prometheus, but the, the particular Hollywood starts out with aliens being, you know, something very, very far away and they don't look anything like us and they're very safe. They're our friend ET phone home, you know, ET's our buddy. And then you have close encounters of third kind. So they start out with aliens being far away and being very, very, um, harmless being something that are going to help us. And then they move very aggressively down this particular path. Communion, uh, the big blockbuster in my mind would be, of course, uh, Independence Day, where aliens attack yeah. Uh, yeah. the planet. That was the big blockbuster. Communion is pretty scary, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they uh, they probed him uh, with. Uh, I think he uh, talked about this later on in his like later analysis of of this inter phenomena of the UFO aliens and his uh, uh, close encounter essentially. Right, that they they use some kind of cattle prod up his butt to take like semen samples or something. Wow. <laughs> like they they traveled light years. These ro- robotic whatever they were, these creatures. And uh, and they put a probe up his uh, probe up his butt. So I don't know what's going on with that kind of stuff. Uh, but, but, but you sh- you <laughs> a, share a lot of people. There, there's a phenomenon. And a lot of people at, at a minimum, it's some type of op. Yeah, some type of op going on all across the planet. Too many people are seeing things, and it's some type of coordinated effort. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, coordinated effort being the op itself. We are left guessing. Yeah. A um, couple of stories here like this one. Exotic UFO materials secretly possessed by U.S. government. Former Pentagon employees claim triggers debate. And it's interesting that, you know, a lot of people have talked about this for, for, for decades in some regards. But what do they have? And going all the way back to kind of like Roswell and stuff, you know, crash, events like that. Crash, crash retrieval. retrievals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's only kind of when people from military or intelligence services comes out to kind of drop these clues that it becomes kind of a, a serious debate right yeah. which also well, these is, guys have credibility right but then but that also lends more uh question mark regarding are they just planting seeds to make us believe these things right is yeah. that the is that the program in and of itself by having these military and intelligence people telling us what, what well this is really what's going on uh and we're left more con- confounded and confused because of it well, the, the big thing for the UFOologists, and there are some serious players out there with PhDs and like Cold War history that all of a sudden started looking at the UFO deal and was like, well, this is a big deal, even if it's just an intelligence op. Uh, and it's, it's very big, uh, no matter how you look at it. But the holy grail, apparently, to the UFOologist is crash and retrieval and what they have. Yeah, That is like the holy grail. So I think they're trying to appeal to that. Because they know that's what they want. I mean, they don't just want disclosure per se. That they're kind of well past that. They want crash and retrieval. They want to know what crashed and what they got when, and and who knows what bullshit they'll feed. Yeah, exactly. A uh, couple of chats here uh, over on Entropy Stream. Cuckfree Zone says regarding Admiral Byrd, wasn't he talking about surviving na- National Socialist Operation Valkyrie two? Maybe the UFOs are the Fourth Reich. So I don't think he. I don't think he personally uh, addressed that or talked about that, but that's been some of the speculations as far as I no, understand it afterwards. No, no, no. He, what he's talking about is an enemy that can go to pole to pole at ridiculous speed. We haven't seen any national socialists in a long time, so we're going to. But this is where, you know, the idea that America getting attacked, which repeated by Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, of course, also gave the big speech. And what would happen if we had an alien enemy and we are all forced to come together? You know, the classic. Yeah, type of thing. But Ronald Reagan's statement to, uh, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, Nazi survival myths are uh, somewhat true. They were they were everywhere. These guys were everywhere. Most of what we know today about these particular plans would have been known by the National Socialists and would have been helped. They would have helped lay them to some extent. What yeah. surprises as we move down this particular road is the questions. And we don't really have the answers, but the answers will be forthcoming. This piece was a, this is an Easter egg, and this is an outlier. The last time we saw this was in the 1950s. The Brookings Institute was commissioned by NASA, which was staffed by Nazis, to tell us what we're going to find as we go out into the solar system. And the Brookings Institute said, basically, we're going to find ruins, we're going to find artifacts which are going to bring back to Earth, and it's going to cause a huge religious problem. 
Now, that is very curious because it, it, when you go into National Socialists, a lot of people don't understand. They, they were developing, in my mind at least, they were developing a founding myth. And that founding myth had to deal with a lot of reconciling Pisces, the big three religions, and as well as the different pagan religions known to Europe. And that's why you get these arguments and white nationalists are, are you know, the Nazis were Christian or the Nazis were pagan. Well, they, they had everything going on there. If you look at the the processions they had with the Roman and the Babylonian stuff. and But this whole entire ideal that you're going to have ruins when we go out there or that there was this ancient paleo-ancient civilization that stretched into this solar system, that this solar system came was burned down in some type of war and we're, we're left in the ruins of it, uh, is, is a fascinating theory. And I believe that was part of the founding myth they were going to, that whether it be the hyperborean myth and the fall of the Atlantis, so on and so forth. The ideal that we would see that now in Forbes magazine repeated by NASA scientists was quite shocking because that's not a road you really want to go down unless you got Nazis. They don't have any Nazis there, so why are they walking down this road? Unless, of course, it wasn't just a founding myth. It was, in fact, real. It was, now, if exactly. it was real, right. if, you do have, if you do have artifacts out there, if you do have ruins, you could have someone else out there, too. Exactly. Could have the owner. I mean, this is the this is the Pandora's box. I am curious on why they're walking down this. I don't expect to see this again right. because we haven't seen this since the fifties. We haven't seen this since the Nazis, and I don't expect to see this again. If we do, I'll be shocked because this is not something they need for gay false flags with aliens. They don't need to start talking. Even if there are ruins out there, that's not something they would want someone like me to know at all. Right? In no way. They don't want anyone white talking about this stuff. This is not a road they're going to go down. I can't imagine unless it's real. Now, if it's real, then we have bombshells coming potentially. And this is uh, this is an Easter egg type thing. So this is something to look for. Uh, but I don't expect to see this type of thing again. Listen, uh, to, I'll be. Yeah, go go ahead and finish that thought. And I'll, I'll, I'll be surprised, but it is something to make you guys aware of. It is an outlier, and I look for this type of thing. If there's any surprises, it's down this road. It would come down this road like this. Here's another little tidbit. This is back from uh, 2009, I think. Listen to uh, this. Here's Buzz Aldrin, of course, the first uh, guy, right, who allegedly uh, walked on the moon. Listen to what he said during a, a C-SPAN call-in session here. On the moon. We can visit other people with their habitation we can keep track if there's something very important to be developed from the moon i'm not sure what it is right now and i sure think we should identify what it is for america to make such gross expenditures again for human habitation on the moon we can help we can join with together we can explore the moon and develop the moon we should go boldly where man has not gone before Fly by the comets, visit asteroids, visit the moon of Mars. There's a monolith there, a very unusual structure on this little potato-shaped object that, that goes around Mars once in seven hours. When people find about out Phobos, about that, Phobos, they're going to say, who put that there? Yeah, Phoebus or Phobos, is that what it's Phobos, called? Phobos, Phobos, yeah. Was he the second guy to walk on the moon? Wasn't it Buzz? Buzz Aldrin? He was there. He was, he was dead. I forget if it was the first or second. Anyway, did I say Buzz yeah, Lightyear? I, I didn't say Buzz Lightyear. No. I've been watching Toy Story so much with uh, with the boys. <laughs> so maybe I said Buzz Lightyear. But anyway, uh, pretty uh, pretty interesting. There is a monolith there, he says. Listen to that again. Fly by the comets, visit asteroids, visit the moon of Mars. 
there's a monolith, a very unusual structure on this little potato-shaped object. Now, this, this goes back to this, you know, as you said, the, one of the founding myths, right? If you go back in the ancient record of most civilization, there's some kind of, there's a cosmic cataclysmic event. Uh, it, it, someone, something arrives, either it's us, right? Or it's, it's, it's another alien species, like if you talk about Nibiru or Tiamat or something like that, right? Planet X type of thing. Uh, th there's some kind of major upheaval in, in our solar system. And originally, maybe it was us who were on Mars. Maybe it was a different civilization, and somehow we have to go to this planet Earth because we something happened with the last one and stuff like that. But that could potentially mean that there are, if that's if, if that's true. I'm not saying that it is. We don't know at this point. But if that is true, that means we might actually have things out there. If we used to be a spacefaring, at least internally in our own solar system, that we were out there doing stuff. We were on these different planets and stuff like that in our solar system. Uh, I don't know why he would drop something like that, though. Is this just to? Well, the theory, the theory is, the theory is that, and and when you get into National Socialist, uh, especially the Werner von Braun's and this, the memes they're dropping, it is Mars, 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 Mars. Yeah. And the theory is, Phobos Demos, what he's referring to is what many are saying. There's no evidence of this, but this is the meme that there's a time capsule circulating. It's some type of very advanced time capsule. If you really think about the Russians, I believe, were the ones to actually bring this out. They were saying that, you know, the best way to travel through space is just hollow out some type of meteorite or asteroid and put an engine on it, right. which is a pretty yeah. good idea if you yeah. think about it. Screwed sure. around space. Yeah. Uh, so the ideal of some type of space capsule, I guess, wouldn't be a, a time capsule from that long ago. But. You know, white nationalism and and typically in world history, we always say civilizations don't disappear. They just kind of grind on over a period of time and fade away over long periods of time. In mythology, a civilization disappeared very aggressively, yeah. very quickly. Yes, they it did. came up against an owner and the owner said, you're done. And you're out of there. Yeah, and they, and were, they were they were taken out. They were they meddling were with out. certain things which we are meddling with as we speak. Synthetic <laughs> life, genetic engineering. <laughs> they were engineering. sinning against birds yeah. and beasts, and yeah. they were denied, and they were brought down yeah. very quickly. Yeah, um, that's right. Depends on what your version of the events are. I, I, you know, Zeus just said you're too fake and gay, and you're done, Atlantis. You're over <laughs> with. You're over and you're yeah. done. You're going to be done so much. No one's even going to know you're existing. But what yeah. we'd be dealing with is uh, it's kind of like, you know, Troy. Troy was once thought to be a mytholo a mythological city, mm -hmm. a city just in myths like the Iliad. The problem is when German researchers find the walls of Troy, what do you do with it? What does that mean? What, was what happens if they find something What was the guy's name who discovered uh, Henrik Schleiman? That's right. German uh, yeah, archaeologist. This is, I mean, it's one thing to have a myth, a city that was a myth coming to life on on Earth, like Troy, because there's a lot of wild stuff going on in the Iliad. Yeah, and and you could look at it from an allegorical perspective, of course. But when you start talking about Phobos Demos, and and I actually had forgotten about this, forgotten about this, but Henrik has seen so much of this stuff before. That's why it's good to do shows with him <laughs> on this. Uh, Buzz Aldrin. We'll call him Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> Buzz Aldrin, uh, talking about the actual monolith, uh, which I, I haven't seen evidence of that, but he's 
putting some stuff out there that is long been claimed. This is like Hoagland, Richard Hoagland stuff from where all the, I mean, and he did some, I mean, I'm fascinated on Mars, work, you know? fame, which I could never see. I mean, you could, I, I can never see like, okay, here's a structure on the moon or a structure on the, the, I could never see that type of thing. I need to see a lot more evidence than that. There's a lot of strange stuff with the, um, the various different, uh, certain satellites around Saturn. There's all kinds of strange anomalies in the solar system if you want to go out there. Phobos and Deimos are probably some of the strangest. Yeah, exactly. There's uh, no doubt about that. The, the naming of them is, is very strange as well. Look it up and true. look up what the names mean. Yep. But uh, but that that is particular. Obviously, a monolith on something marking a time capsule. And like, you know, well, I, I don't know if such a thing is even possible, but I'm just... I'm putting it out there for you guys. Yeah, we're, 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 we're really... covering what they're saying, what they're dropping, and we're speculating over what's the reason why they're doing <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, I, 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 I'm, I, it's fascinating, all these things, and maybe it's true, and maybe it's not. I'm not the one who's like, clearly, there's there's not, no other life out there. Like, I don't, we don't fucking know. It's just a point, right? And and some people claim to know or whatever, but but as of right now, we, we, we don't. But... The point is, how will they? How, what kind of fake and gay constructs will they use here to try to alter us here and now to to achieve political goals, to achieve uh, goals of control, um, to, uh, to 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 limit us further, to to basically put the nail in the coffin uh, in a way um, of of our current civilization and and potentially even of our people by again saying like, oh well, no more nations now, and we have to do all these things to get the knowledge from the space brothers, or again, we all have to unite because we need to fight this alien force, and and who knows, even if they had. All of this could be literally just run on the television in the way that the that the COVID scam to that extent that it was like this hyped up. People are dying in the streets. Remember that early on, like that this was all TV media generated, right? But even if there were something actual as actual actual physical that let's say it's a something landed and walked out of a craft, that literally could be technology made by humans. And and some being that they've made in a damn lab with with CRISPR or some splicing technology or something. You, you know what I mean? Like they could it, be it real in that it, sense. It, it, I, I, it could be a combination of things. I guess they could develop a founding myth for one one world humanity or something yeah. using that particular New religion. Yeah, using the ancient ruins and the ancient civilization theme. I guess they could go down that road. The, the National Socialists went down it from an Aryan angle, but they could be going down from another angle. Yeah. They could be walking. That That is certainly possible. But we have a lot of stuff dancing around here, and they're walking down this road very quickly. Um, and we'll have to see. Obviously, if, uh, if these guys... Uh, <laughs> have the attention of any higher intelligence they would be in trouble and they would be moving even faster so we'll, we'll stay tuned hey you let know, me do a couple of chats imagine. let me do a couple of chats on entropy real quick here virginian drifter says i doubt spacex is going to mars or any other planet but uh more gay ops to help aid or facilitate whatever this new control grid with 5g and holography is leading to messing with people's senses to get them to believe in a martian invasion now there's another it's a good point there virginian too there's another uh, layer tied into this which is the scientists right now, kind of the, some of the cutting edge uh, knowledge, uh, is that they're they're beginning to learn the language of the brain and the nervous system, right? And this is leading to them being able to produce uh, or block uh, uh, memories. They can insert memories. They can extract memories. They can create, make us see things. This is an ad in addition to some of the hologram technologies and stuff that they have too. We'll look at a couple of examples in just a moment here. But um, 
they could just literally tap directly into people, uh, Tim, now. And, and it sounds like kooky, like conspiracy talk, right? But they just they use frequencies in a way to insert itself between our nervous system and our brains and make us believe that something is real that isn't real, right? Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I think, you know, it, the thing is you, you have to walk down this road, you have to pull it off, and then you have to have enough cooperation on the planet. Uh, from different elites to pull it off. I, I think they have to go down a legitimate space road uh, for for at, for at, for re, for natural resources and expanding territory reasons based on their economic models. I think they have to. I personally think space is real. Some people don't. I think there are things out there in space is very real, and they're they're out of they're out space of the is game, not a game on, up, folks. Their game oh. on Earth <laughs> is up, and they got to expand. I don't know how they're going to do that or how they're going to go about it. How much is going to be fake and gay? How much is going to be real? Is there a real danger? Is there a real threat? Because here's the thing about the National Socialists that left over. They definitely helped these guys out. They, they wouldn't be on this path if it wasn't for, I mean, Werner Von Braun told Carol Rosen, and she, this woman has said this on the record consistently over and over again since the late 70s, early 80s, that first there was going to be a war on communism. Then there was going to be a war on terror. Then there was going to be a war on nations of concern. And they were going to use this just to arm up the planet through the teeth. Then there was going to be a war on asteroids. At Chelyabinsk, at the Russian incident of Chelyabinsk, Medvedev announced the war on asteroid. And then, of course, they've been holding meetings and everything else outside of Washington with the UN on this. But most people don't even know about it. But what she said, Werner von Braun told her, and there's no evidence that he told her this, but there is evidence that she said it on the record consistently for decades that the final one that they were going to use to bring about their global order was a war on aliens. There was going yeah. to be a war on aliens. Yeah. And it was all going to be fake and gay. And this is very famous. Now, what has been speculated, speculated as we walk down this road, keep in mind that these guys like Werner von Braun that were sold as, well, he wasn't really a national socialist. And he wasn't really on that team. And he was really, you know, just, just a rocket scientist or just interested in space. That's all bullshit. These guys are hardcore, way more hardcore than people think. Did they walk down this path with the ideal of putting, putting the current group of elites in Teutoburg Forest? We can only hope. Teutoburg Forest is a very famous incident where uh, a German that was a Roman general walked them into a devastating situation where they, and they ended up deeper and deeper in Teutoburg Forest. And when they hit the wall, they just were obliterated by Germans. Hermann, right? Yeah, exactly. The commander. Right. Uh, you can read about the story, but this is, uh, there is a potential. If they start talking about ruins being real, if any of this stuff that the Nazis believed that wasn't just a founding myth ends up being real, you would have to understand that they hated elements in the Anglosphere at the top. The Germans, the Germans to this day, the German industrial set will go toe-to-toe -to -toe with these guys. They're the ones that fund it. Putin, save Putin in St. Petersburg, who's been a thorn in their ass and is still a thorn in their ass. You can't do anything without Russian cooperation long term. There's always the possibility that we are in Tudorburg Forest. Now, I don't know the probabilities, but the possibilities. And if we hit the wall, that'll be the day to be alive. That'll be very fascinating. And I'm by no means saying you're going to get a savior here. So be weary of any savior. But any outlier that the enemy produces 
would have a corresponding outlier eventually, and that would be pretty wild. So stay tuned here. This is this could be one to watch. At a minimum, it's going to be the biggest fake gay thing anyone's ever seen. At a maximum, there could be huge surprises even for the elites because we may be in a deception in theory. Let's say that that civilization that left those ruins would in theory, could in theory still be out there. And the current elite thinking they're not coming back here or they're not coming into the solar system. If you really look at the solar system we're in, we're in a backwater solar system at the ass end of space. We're not in some happening area of the galaxy by right. any means. Right. And you could walk into a situation of Tudorburg Forest. I don't know what the odds of that are, but the Germans have their fingerprints all over this. And the Germans don't like any of these guys at the top right here that we're dealing with. They never did, never will. They just, they're, they're cut from a totally different line. They're cut from a totally different cloth. And so I, I'm curious, this particular statement that was given to the public, that the Germans obviously helped with this technology. They sent them down this path. And uh, it's, it's, it's the one to watch. It's the one to watch. But there's, there's a handful of things that have come out here that have surprised me. I wasn't expecting to see it because we haven't seen it since the 50s. There's no reason for them to go down this path, unless it's true by any chance. Then you better move down very quickly. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's uh, fascinating. Uh, Black Phillip over on Entropy said here, Hendrik, I was saying, this reminds me of your old shows in the 2000s when UFOs and the Unexplained was your bread and butter before nationalism. Uh, viewers don't know that you were the Swedish Art Bell. Well, there you go. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm, I think all of this stuff is, is fascinating. Uh, Frank, I, I, I'd love to spend more time. I, I wish we weren't in a position where we had to basically fight for the survival of our civilization and our people. Uh, but obviously, there's more. You know, that's that's more important <laughs> in that sense. Well, no, I, I think there's now this ties now this ties there's, into it though. That's what's interesting there's too. There's an overlap here. It, yeah. it all yeah. what is old is new again. There's a total convergence, yeah. I think, with for lack of a better phrase, white genocide. What the French call genocide through replacement their exact term, uh, and what is currently going on, any surprises as a result. There's no doubt about our survival. But uh, this is a road that they've well telegraphed that they're going down. This is the final road. I'm curious to see how it shapes up, what surprises come out. There's always going to be a surprise, and the longer it goes, the crazier the surprises will be. You're not going to go down this road for, for, and, and just get off scot-free, even with the p current global powers. So, I, I, I again... This has uh, got my undivided is it, attention. Isn't this a proof that the, the, it's, uh, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people have talked about this, like that there's a timeline type of crunch. They have to try to achieve certain, it seems like it, achieve certain things before a certain date. Otherwise they would, I'm always like, curious as to why they why are they rushing certain things so much right i know that they're eager and they're probably you have a lot of players at the top they're like you know they're getting hubris and they want to have, have it you know they wanted this yesterday you know kind of thing that this new world that they're trying to build for us here uh but at the same time if they just would slow down and take things you know trickle a little bit more as opposed to just kind of run uh less well, people would that, see it right? they've been doing that for decades they've been seeding these memes for decades as we've as I called attention to in 2015, they, they were no longer seeding the memes and coming back to them and seeding the memes and coming back to them and using Hollywood, engaging certain things. They were going full throttle. And now you've got Tucker Carlson, every other episode, full effing throttle on aliens. You've got yeah. Obama, yeah. full effing throttle. 
So they are going somewhere quickly, and they've got a reason for it. Now, at a minimum, there could be a financial reason because their particular fractional reserve models are dependent on perpetual growth. But a big portion of that, historically, if you look at the expansion of the of humanity and the expansion of their banking empire, because that's the empire they have is a banking empire. Yeah. That is dependent on expanding territory and expanding natural resources. Which is, Tim, as a reminder, in the past have meant invasions of Iraq, invasions of Libya, taking over their economies, building central banks in these countries. They have just, yeah, that, what, a those, couple of nations left, like Iran and North Korea. They need a Christopher Columbus moment is what they need to really expand. Yeah. To get, new to new keep, fresh meat, new blood. they got to recap that industrial base. they got to wipe the debt out somehow. And you, Hey, if, if it's true that you can mine an asteroid and get more gold, a hundred times more gold and palladium than is on Earth to recap all the all the banking system. Yeah, well, that's an interesting not? angle for them to take, right. and not it's not something they haven't done before. We're going over to the new world and finding yeah. a bunch of gold and bringing it back. This, this is this is their thing. Could, could it could it be an incentive? Uh, this would be a weird play, right? But let's just run it with it for a second. That they need to they, if they can prove to us that there is some kind of threat out there. People and ultimately then countries, nations, democracies, resources, money would be spent on like getting us into space, getting us space faring, getting us uh, not just like sending a, a you know a, a rocket into space and that's it, but we're actually like new ways of traveling into space and stuff like that. And to a certain extent, we're kind of seeing that with <clears throat> with SpaceX and you know some of these companies that it you know um, these things now look like those old school like drawing rockets used to do, where it's like it just a, a rocket just standing straight up like that and it can land again. And the, everyone always thought that that was silly. That's the dumb way of doing it. But they're doing that now. It's crazy, right? But anyway, that would be the incentive for everyone for us to like really get into space and doing all these things. Um, uh, otherwise, I'm gonna say their their only other option would be to tell us the truth. Would would be, hey, look, we're running out of resources, and we're all gonna go bankrupt. <laughs> what do you do? You know what I mean? Like they have to play a gay op to try to incentivize everybody to 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 get them uh, to get our, our our admission or get our approval for us to do something. It might seem weird, but it's just one angle here. Uh, yeah, it, it could be any one of the given combinations. We're gonna have to figure it out as they bring it out. And uh, there's nothing new. They don't have any new playbooks. Yeah, Their playbook, even financial expansion, fractional reserve is well known. There are many players looking and, uh, and ready for them to walk down this road. And I'm curious to see if it gets religious. Now, religious gets very dangerous, even if it's fake and gay, because it's religion. Yeah. And this is what Obama's talking about. He's talking about religion. So that is somewhat scary. If they go for the let's let's reconcile Pisces, Pisces the last 2,000 years, which means the big three religion, and the National Socialists were looking to reconcile the Celtic phase, uh, the Celtic mythology as well as the the Norse, as well as the Greek. But these guys are talking about the big three religions and Chrislam and. You've got the, I, I, tomorrow night I have on no more news. Well, tomorrow evening at 5.30, and he's always talking about the Jewish Messiah, which they've long telegraphed they're going to ready to bring out. They're talking to now, supposedly, but they've never, we've never seen the finale. This is the finale. This is what they're going toward if it gets religious. They don't have to get religious, but it appears, according to Obama, former head of state, uh, that they may get religious. So we'll have to see. Now, when I say get religious, am I talking about them bringing out a real figure? No, I'm talking about them bringing out holograms. Uh, yeah. Unless, of course, that ancient civilization existed uh, that left elements of that civilization with very long lifespans with us. 
<laughs> the Wizard of Oz moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they got they got some kind of God with him. There's not really a God. He's just kind of like running things with a very long lifespan. And if you had a lifespan of, let's say, five, 6,000, 20,000 years, a Sumerian King's List lifespan, if you had something like that, if you guys ever seen the Sumerian King's List, it's pretty crazy on some of those lifespans. If you had like a biblical lifespan of some sort, you could run a hell of a lot of games over humans who typically historically only live, what, 30, 50 years? Now 100 years? What's 100 years? Yeah. So I guess in theory, that's theory. If you start talking about the the piece we pulled out from Forbes, that that, that civilization existed and there was something oh, with sorry. us. I don't know what the odds of that are, though. We'll have to see that morning. Yeah. Uh, but that something would come out and talk with you. Uh, it may be difficult to tell if it's a hologram. Is it gay or is it real, Tim? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We're going to have to figure it out. Is this Nimrod? Is this El Shaddai? <laughs> is this their god? So uh, he some would of be that. a character. He would be a character potentially with a long lifespan. Um, in theory, could could he still be around? I mean, obviously not powerful enough to come out and wield lightning bolts or anything, but yeah. at the same time, a Wizard of Oz type bullshit. It's, it's kind of Jewish in a way if you think about it. Here's uh, <laughs> here's a couple of examples here of some of the hologram technology that they're doing. It's from a hotel in in China, and of course, it looks like you're watching walking on a beach in the. You can uh, really mess with people that aren't aware of what's out there. Look at this here. As one example, right? There's some other ones here too. Like they, they can there's, do some pretty crazy stuff uh, these days. There's some very, very good examples. Um, yeah. When you start using things that are like obviously fake, but when you start using like real polar bears, check this out. Mm-hmm. Just watch it. And, and they can like, uh, as you said so too, and that's kind of interesting, right? That they, they actually can have like create resistance and stuff in the air now, right? The, well, the Japanese university brought out a patent that many people thought would be impossible, and it was for pressure waves, using pressure waves to create a sensation where you can touch and feel. So those polar bears there, you'd be able to walk up and pet a polar bear and think it's a polar bear, but it's not, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't know how it works. I've never experienced anything like that. That is not something they would bring out to the last minute. You add that with the voice of God technology where they're speaking to people in their heads, and yep. you could really F with some people, you could to, say, with to say the least. And again, I say, you don't even need real, you know, Wizard of Oz and whatever. I mean, no, no. you start talking. You know, I always laugh about Jared Kushner being the Antichrist or something when Trump was president. I was like, I pray to God that's they have a floating Jared Kushner hologram or something. <laughs> but, you know, you get into this stuff, it, but it would really mess with people. And this stuff is no joke. It's not – they're showing you what they can do. And yeah. if they're showing you this, you know what they can really do. is exactly. going to be something next level. I know. And again, some of this is even like – you know, and I've been kind of on that trail recently too, but like – some of even some of this now is old school because you don't even have to actually physically, so to speak, project images like onto the sky or superheat the atmosphere to turn into a movie screen or you know some shit like that. You can just go straight into people's brains. You just an interface between you know your brain and your nervous system. You, you know, uh, and, I don't yeah. know. I, yeah, I, I am really interested in that type of thing. Um, uh, that making people see something that isn't there, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. That that's a whole nother. It's something right out of mythology, you know. And, and it's kind of almost 
it's almost like game over at that point, right? If that type of technology ends up in the hands of someone, they, they can rip out memories, they can create memories. It would be full. It I, would be full control overnight, essentially. Doesn't mean they would do it, but it means they could do it, which is crazy, right? I think you need a lot of cooperation to walk down this path. So I'm curious yeah. to see what they do, the sequences, and what surprises. And mark my words, there's going to be surprises if they go down the religious road. I don't know if there's going to be surprises as they go down the space road, but if you start talking about dangerous aliens underneath Pacific Ocean and wipe out a city or something, you got to have a lot of cooperation to pull that off. And the Russians are showing that they're not moving down this road. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what it all means. We're going to have to put it together. I can simply give you the memes, the players, what's been said, and what's occurring in front of our faces. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's we uh, just don't have their timelines other than they've started no. the process. They've been moving very quickly over the past 60 months, as pointed out in 2015. The technology is there. The players are on stage. Surprises. We can only speculate. Uh, it, this isn't like an all hope is lost scenario. I think eventually they will lose. They're going to go too far. Yes. And uh, something bad's yeah. going to occur. Yeah. We just have to. Uh, in the words of Bob Whitaker, we just have to survive this final stage. But uh, religion becomes very, very dangerous, even if it's fake, obviously. Yeah. What was that other story? I guess we can go over to that real quick here, too. The, uh, what's that from? South, uh, South China Morning Post. China military uses AI to track rapidly increasing UFOs. Everyone's in on this shit. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's cooperating. Everyone's doing it, right? Uh, yeah. To the People's Liberations Army, they are un unidentified air conditions and artificial intelligence is the best way to keep up with them. Chinese researchers confirm that sightings, uh, sighting reports from across the country are on the rise, but aliens are unlikely to be responsible. Okay, interesting. As the Pentagon prepares its report into UFOs due later this month, that'll be interesting too, right, when that comes out. Chinese military. Did you, did you ever report on, because I always look at the Israelis, what the Israelis are saying about space and UFOs. And I was pretty surprised that general, that former uh, head of Israeli space, who came out and said that uh, that the U.S. has a base underneath Mars. No, I, I, I did not. Uh, that yeah, there's been some Israeli radar. generals who said some crazy shit. Uh, which, if you guys understand the paleo-ancient super high civilization theory, uh, the idea of surviving on Mars is impossible, but the idea that they didn't have structures, various different places throughout the solar system, that would be in theory. It's kind of like, let's say Earth goes down, Henrik, Earth goes under, the whole top of Earth gets wiped out. You're going to have some elites survive underneath Earth. I don't know how long because we have so many deep bunkers. So the idea of such a thing would not be impossible for a very advanced civilization because the first thing an advanced elite is going to do is they're going to build bunkers, right? Because right? they're probably going to be screwing around have. with their people. They already have, but there's right? always been a theory, just so you guys know, or the, the possibility when the National Socialists were enamored with certain planets and stuff, that they thought there was places in there you could just walk in and turn the lights on. Kind of like if you thought, like, okay, life on Earth was wiped out, but we know about this base in Groom Lake, underneath Groom Lake, a mile down or something. You know, something like that. Mm -hmm. All we need to do is walk in there and turn on lights and see what's left over. <laughs> That's kind of a crazy type of archaeological type of thing. But in theory, if you were to look forward, let's say, 50,000 years, 100,000 years, would any of those deep underground bases be left? Well, the the on-ground base, you know, the military base, maybe, you know, a few hours away from me isn't going to be left. But 50,000 years from now, it's possible that something underneath Earth could just be sitting there. That's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's messing with it? 
You know, it's it's encased in stone and rock and built to survive nuclear attacks. You know, like uh, what's what's the fortress they have in the mountain, Cheyenne Mountain? Uh, yeah. In theory, that could stay there quite a long time after the civilization was erased. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, exactly. you'd have nothing but bones and archives and whatnot. But nonetheless, I mean, that place is built to withstand quite an attack. And the stuff in the earth wouldn't be affected by rain. It wouldn't be affected by anything conventional unless there was a giant, maybe an earthquake or something, some type of catastrophic even even a pole ship may just cover it with ice. It could just be sitting there. And then you have these kinds of things, too. Remember these stories? Scientists want to build a doomsday vault on the moon, right? They're talking about saving genetics from every single species, even human semen and stuff like that. It's almost like it's almost That's like crazy. they know something is coming, right? And they want it off-world. They don't want it on the Earth, right? Um, I mean, they have the yeah. seed vault, right? That's up in Svalbard, way north, up uh, you know, in the Arctic or whatever. But uh, this is just taking it off-world altogether. Yeah, they're 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 always running down this. Well, this is actually running down the very real doomsday angle. Yeah, yeah. When is the higher intelligence going to pull the plug on our gay world? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it probably uh, we're probably a little bit overdue for that one, but yeah. we will have to see. Well, I'll be. You know, I do shows looking at these particular news as it comes out when it's relevant. It's now now becoming relevant. I knew it would because this is where they spent the money. This is where they have to expand for financial reasons. There's religious implications. A lot of things they want to do could be done through a fake gay space angle. Yeah. Or even through a real space angle. It just depends on how you want to look at it and uh, what surprises or what truth. We just ultimately don't know the truth, and that's what we're looking for. Let's do uh, a couple of these super chats here, and then we can start rounding up. It's been a great show today. Fascinating. and It's fun, a lot of fun to explore some of these topics, too. I, I do enjoy it. Hatchet uh, JYT says here, Hey, Henrik, Tim, any thoughts on Admiral Byrd's South Pole expedition, the German subs that were found full of supplies in Antarctica? That one I haven't heard. Did they find subs there, German subs? Have you heard that, Tim? There were subs missing. There, there's never been enough resources big enough to say that the Germans were there, that the Germans had anything other than some type of weather base there. Yeah, Neuschwabenland, they had all these plans for it allegedly, right? But something, it's something there is attacked a connection. Admiral Byrd, There is though. a connection between Antarctica, and I don't know what it is. Right. Be, whether it be Werner von Braun, whether it be Buzz Aldrin, all the, even, I mean, former, uh, former uh, Secretary uh, Kerry, uh, flying to Antarctica. There's, some, there's, there's a connection between Antarctica and what's going on, and there's a connection between Antarctica and space that we're, I, I just don't, whether whether it's like, well, let's put people there in isolation to see how they might react in space, kind of like an experiment. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of different theories on what's down there, what they're, what, I mean, the weirdest one was Patriot Kirill flying all the way down there to, to bring in that particular, um, small chapel down there. Now, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. thousand chapels every week that go into function that that some uh, that some Russian Orthodox priest uh, christens and what how it blesses and whatnot, uh, whatever their term is for it. The idea that he would fly down there all the way to Antarctica for that. There's a lot of strange stuff with Antarctica. Mm -hmm. Even the original combination of Hess and Goring, these two hated each other. Hess was a true believer. 
in what we'll call the A word. I don't call it Atlantis because most people think they know what it is. If it were real, you don't know what it was. It was something much bigger than just an island. Right. But these two did not get along. Goring was nuts and bolts. Hess was a true believer. He was a toolist and all that kind of stuff. And Goring wasn't into that. He, but the idea that these two would come together and sponsor an Antarctic expedition means that someone had to produce a great deal of evidence to Goring for Antarctica being something significant military to, for a military reason. And it's always been speculated it was about natural resources, but there's no way in the middle of that war you're going to go all the way to the other side of the planet just for natural resources because they had no way to get to them. <clears throat> right. And the expedition wasn't even that big. But Admiral Byrd did rush down there. He did come back, and he did make a fascinating statement about America needs to be prepared to be attacked. This is yeah. the only statement we have on the record. His archives are sealed. The Honor Herbe archives are sealed. By the way, the U.S. government has all the Honor Herbe archives. Uh, there's either 900,000 documents or 900 tons of documents. Uh, depending on who you listen to, there's a shit ton of documents that the National Socialists produced. We don't have any evidence. Listen to Buzz Aldrin's statements about Antarctica. I don't know what Antarctica could play a role in this particular fake gay space deal. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah but but it, it say, uh, all begins and ends with the Germans. This is one of the interesting things, a group that is gone for all practical purposes, but their legacy is uh, is haunting us still. Yeah, it, it, it's almost it's incredible, right? 75 years later is and it's still uh, the, one of the biggest uh, discussions of, uh, <laughs> of our era. The, yeah, the I mean, paranoia the, the, around it as well is Nazis everywhere, right? It's not the, the German <laughs> industrial class is very much powerful and they, they have a dominant business class with corporations all over the world. Uh, sections of it are quite renegade, in my opinion. I, I think they don't like white genocide because it's too expensive <laughs> from a business perspective you could see it that way why in the hell would i want to wipe out germans or replace them i'm not going to have any of my tool and die my heavy industry and you know you could look at it from a pure business perspective i'll take what i can get but i'm convinced there's a renegade faction there i just don't I, i'm not there, there's I, there's no evidence that they're this renegade <laughs> right you know there's no evidence of that but when you walk down this road there's going to be surprises and there's nothing new here so yeah. we have all the variables in front of us. It's just piecing them together. And what happens to these guys as they walk down this particular road? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, one more here from Der Sherusker. As, um, as you mentioned, uh, Arminius or Hermann, here's an old inscriptional poem. It goes like this. Hermann was the first. He gathered the brave mark of the sun wheel Odin then gave. Thrower, uh, throw blinkers and scrabbered away out of sight to Ragnarok sail the, <laughs> the the glorious fight. I'm kind of butchering this here. Let's ride to Ragnarok. Let's ride ride to Ragnarok and to freedom. Uh, nice. I wonder what that's from. That's cool. Thank you, uh, Der Sherusker. Appreciate that as well. Uh, we are looking at some of the uh, drones as well. They can program drones now. Uh, to do displays. I mean, this is kind of, again, very, in a sense, old school and kind of hands-on, but it just shows you what you can do, that if you have different projection technology maybe mounted on each drone, you could create images or something like that. But this is just down yeah, with, like... Yeah, if they went down this road and got religious with it, they would spare no expense. They would throw no. everything all at once. And uh, also another factor could be war. It could cause a war, a very big war, and that might be part of the plan. 
Yeah, we, Exa exactly. These guys are... Uh, well, you, you shouldn't... I mean, Tim, you shouldn't discount, discount like the kind of eschatological, like the, the doomsday that seems to be kind of hard-coded into many of the big re religions, right? That it's like... That's true. That it, it needs to happen for certain things to be... Uh, well, for, you know, for uh, Jesus to come back, for the Messiah to come and all that kind of stuff, right? So, so they would very well, I think, play on that as a blueprint because there's a lar large segment of the population that would kind of... I, I mean, obviously, they would want that, right? Because they want... Uh, uh, their savior to come back, right? Right. I mean, you have the whole entire uh, messianic messianic stuff in Israel. You have the the Christian Zionist stuff here. Uh, you have the potential for war. You have some pretty wild holograms. Obviously, the the holograms. If you've never seen any of this stuff, uh, the stuff that they would roll out would be even way better than this. I mean, you start talking about someone that walk down the street and shake hands with people. Yeah. On uh, right. the image of Muhammad or something, you could actually wreak total havoc with this stuff. Yeah. I don't know. What, the, the sky's the limit on what they're capable of. And, and it's something I keep updating listeners on as news comes out. It is no longer, a, it, this is Fox News, this is mainstream stuff, this is heads of state, and we're in the big game and we're in the final inning. Yep, that's right. We're it's it's a convergence of issues. I, I think you're right on that. That they're uh, we're in a very uh, it's a it's a timeline again. I think it's I think it's 2030. I think that they they want to have full control and lockdown and everything kind of yeah. They, there them. is a theory that they're going quick because they got behind because they didn't expect Trump to be elected. But I mean, they did so much space stuff under Trump that I kind of have a hard time with that. But that that really Hillary was supposed to kick it off and they were supposed to be a lot further along. And maybe there's a portion of that that's true. That's why they're speeding up. Yeah. But whatever, they're going full throttle. And like I said, if you think COVID was bad, wait, wait yeah. do they walk down this road? If they go down the road that aliens are here underneath the oceans and are dangerous, it's going to be crazy because they're going to they're going to do something destructive to kick, to kick it off. They're, they're Luis Elizondo. They plan on running him for Congress. And you're going to hear this guy's on Fox News all the time. And he's the whistleblower with the CIA background, the military intelligence background. And he says that this this intelligence failure on these UFOs or these UAPs, unmanned aerial phenomenon or whatever they're calling it now, uh, which is probably more accurate than UFOs, actually. Um, what he says is that, you know, it's been intelligence failure on on level of 9-11. It's just there's no 9-11 yet. So what's coming? Yeah. Question. Yeah, that's right. I saw a photo of him before. It was, was in one of the articles there. But uh, well, they're going to run him for. He's talking about running for Congress, and so my guess is there'll be some. I, I I'm just curious on how they roll this out because it's one thing for them to keep teasing it and to keep doing the bullshit dance, but when they go full throttle, twenty four seven in, in prime time news like Fox News on the UFO thing, they're yeah. going to go somewhere with it. When the New York Times is running pieces, it's no longer the stuff of fiction. They're going to go prime time with something. Here's the guy, I just right? Don't know. There's a handful of different angles. Well, actually, more than a handful, but it appears you know something deep underneath the ocean is here. That's that's an angle that they can run. And uh, we'll see then. Will they get religious? What what will they talk about when they start talking about archaeology and uh, ruins and technology, <laughs> crash derelict spaceships on other planets? And well, then we get in a whole nother bill of goods, uh, but yeah. they don't really have to walk down that road. So I was really surprised to see the Forbes article. It is an outlier. Uh, maybe it's an Easter egg of what's to come. Maybe most likely not. We'll, we'll have to see it. We'll have to take it day by day, but it doesn't, uh, it just means the enemy's getting very desperate and they're, yes. they're getting ready for global control. Exactly. And they got to convert their, uh, implicit 
empire to something explicit and they got to have a lot of agreement. It's one thing to do some kind of little 9-11 event or something like that. Yeah. You don't have to have a lot of agreement over that. But when you have something you're going to do that's gigantic and global like COVID, you have to have a lot of agreement. And we've seen what the problems that the Russians have caused just from a monetary perspective with their, their vaccine. Because that's uh, that's money, that's power, that's prestige, and that's that's also a big deal coming into this stuff. So I mean, stay tuned. Watch the meeting yeah. between Biden and Putin. Yeah, that's right. Uh, exactly, that's coming up here soon. Uh, I don't know what the yeah. result of that is, uh, yeah. but you know, if the Russians want to uh, throw a monkey wrench into things, they can certainly do that. Now. Yeah. I can't imagine them trying to attack Russia. That sounds crazy. But if they're that desperate, that could be interesting as well. And and it well is very dangerous. Yeah, I get it. That could even be like an it, it, some like, kind gotta, of conflict we starts. Russia. We got to take out Russia to do our gay op. Right. Well, exactly. Yeah. Extremely dangerous because Putin has said Putin is not normally someone that makes bellicose statements and talks like crazy at all. And he said people have historically always tried to take a bite out of Russia. And if anyone tries to take a bite out of us now, we're going to knock their teeth out. Yeah. No. And that's kind yep. of a very the heartland aggressive theory. statement. Yeah. They want they want their back. What was it? The Heartland Theory, Mc, McKinder, right? But they're back against the Arctic. There was something with the geopolitical uh, or geophysical, geoposition uh, of, of Russia, which makes them a very, uh, very difficult uh, enemy to uh, to uh, deal with. They can always retreat back, and they did it both uh, when they were fighting Germans and the French, right? Well, the, um, the problem is, no matter what you do against the Russian, all the particular war games, whatever you do, they, they, they move around their missiles so well and their subs so well, someone always gets you. One of their assets always gets you. You know, they got all these missiles across this vast territory. It only takes a couple to get to you. Yeah, yeah. Done. It's true. And those, those new... Uh, Hypersonic missiles now. I remember that. Yeah, Russia that was like the first scary. one. Out All with that. this stuff is very scary as we walk down these apocalyptic scenarios, which, again, we have to talk about it because it isn't, it isn't just specu it, it is speculation, but we're speculating with actual mainstream news headlines now. Yeah. From exactly. Forbes magazine, from Obama. And they are moving very quickly, very aggressively. Yep. Which means watch right out. Uh, Wise Wildfire sends another chat, just a, a smiley face. Thank you, Wise, so much for the for the uh, donation, for the generous donation, and thank you so much for your support. Really appreciate it, Wise. Always good to see you, sir. Uh, Tim, tell us about uh, White Rabbit Radio. Tell us when you do your shows, when people can watch you live, and of course, you do have material behind a paywall, as we do on RedEyesMembers.com. Tell us how people can access uh, that material as well. Uh, you can go to whiteradradio.net and you subscribe. You can subscribe. We take all kinds of different uh, cryptocurrencies. Uh, we take. Um, we even take credit cards for the moment. <laughs> you can cry. You better get there fast if you want that. L though. Lucky you, Tim. Uh, lucky you. <laughs> well, it, 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 it's never lucky for long, unfortunately. <laughs> no, uh, exactly. But but we are live uh, on Tuesdays at five thirty. Thursdays we do interviews live. If you catch it, it's free. If you're live. Uh, we do interviews live uh, at 5.30, and we do uh, we do a show tomorrow, White Rabbit Radio Live, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. And tomorrow, it will be, so Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, at least Tuesdays and Saturdays if I don't have an interview at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. You can catch us on DLive for, for how long, I don't know. You can catch us on Trovo. Trovo doesn't seem to be messing with us at all. You can catch us on Odyssey. And... 
All you got to do is look up White Rabbit Radio. In fact, whiterabbitradio.biz has all our links on it these days, including the website. And I am live several times a week with these types of speculations, as well as racial stuff. I, I don't see a lot of people's always saw a separation between some of these topics and where we're going. Uh, but I never did. <laughs> I think they're all combined <laughs> with their plans yeah. and how fast we're moving down this particular road. Yeah. And uh, it's it's all connected on some level. And our job is to figure it out and try to bring people the truth. Yep, uh, that's right. Bring people uh, bring people together. Uh, wake up people to what it is that's happening. Develop a plan, a strategy. How do we uh, how do we survive this? Because that's uh, you know the, 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 all this lunacy that we've been talking about. These are cr crazy forces, and they're we they're willing to do anything that they have to to get their way, right? And these are. I, I mean, the good news is that in any of these scenarios, you don't want to go first. You don't want to no. be the Antichrist. So no. <laughs> at least we got all the fake gay, Black Lives Matter, anti-white stuff is going first, which is is, is okay. It's okay. It is okay. So if you're yeah. gonna go, go first, because yeah. you know we're not going first. No, let, go first. let them make the move. I think that's a good strategy overall. Let them Any make the move. Any type of surprises yeah. is coming second. God yeah. only knows. Yeah. Tim, thank you so much for joining us today, man. Always a pleasure uh, having you on. Thank you uh, so much for spending some time with us and and sharing some of your research with us, uh, Tim. Always, and, uh, always a pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Henrik. It's always a good time. And you guys can go back and watch all the specials I've done on Red Ice. It goes back a long ways. And yeah, it's always right. a good time. And it's always informative. And a lot of the stuff that people have discounted over the years not meaning anything, I've always assumed it had to mean something because the messages wouldn't be there and they wouldn't be spending that kind of money. Yeah. You're spending that kind of money and you have that type of message behind it in prime time. Well, it's not for no reason. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Thank you, Tim. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a good show tomorrow with Adam. Cheers. Awesome. Talk to you later. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. We'll uh, wrap up here, guys. Uh, let me see if there's any other Super Chats. I do appreciate everyone sending uh, stuff on over on Trovo. I do apologize if I missed any of there. It's a, a lot of uh, windows to keep an eye on. So uh, I do apologize if I missed any of those. But I thank you so much, everybody, for sending us. All people are sending uh, uh, chickens, uh, w winners, and uh, what do you call them? And the birthday cakes and all kinds of stuff over there. So thank you, guys. I do appreciate it. Uh, it does help as, uh, as well. We do appreciate that. Uh, also, thank you to everyone joining us over on Entropy today. We do appreciate your uh, support. Uh, it does help to support the show. And of course, if you do want uh, full access, this, these are some of the gems you can find in the archives, by the way, over on RedIceMembers.com. This is from uh, January 2015. We did this uh, two-parter uh, with Tim about this kind of stuff. Could be worth to go back on some of these shows as well. But we have stuff on the members' website going back to 2006. A lot of different shows, a lot of different categories and stuff like that to choose from. And we have certainly not forgotten about our longer kind of a longer interview, long-form interview shows as uh, as well uh, we're actually going to start doing some more of those uh, as well we do have some ideas of, of uh, guests in the pipeline and stuff like that we always recommend your uh, your uh, guest suggestions as well uh, if you have them uh, send them to redice at protonmail.com tell us who you'd like to uh, see on the show uh, and we'll try to get them uh, booked up, booked in if they're if they're available but otherwise yeah redicemembers.com uh, that's the best uh, place get on over there there's a number of different ways that you can Sign up, of course. We do have a couple of different methods. Uh, one is by Subscribestar or uh, through Subscribestar. Uh, that's simply Subscribestar.com slash Red Ice. And that's a way to you can use your 
credit or debit card and it's auto recurring over there as well you can cancel whenever you want to just send us a dm on subscribestar or an email red tell us that you've signed up let us know what username and or email you have and we'll activate your account on the members website right away you can basically do the same through entropy stream as well they have a subscription option there it's uh it's about the same as on subscribestar about 90 99 cents more uh we don't set the prices on that and so that's why it, it is what it is it's 10.99 a month versus on Subscribestar, uh, 10, e 10 even uh, per month. <clears throat> Excuse me, then we have a couple of other uh, methods as well. <coughs> Almost choking over here. Uh, the Cash App, uh, that also works right now. Uh, and we do have an e-check option for those of you guys who are in the US. That's like a paying utility bill. It's actually very, very good. Seems to be holding as well. Uh, so that's an, a good method. Crypto, of course, just like uh, Tim mentioned, we can accept uh, virtually any crypto. Uh, we have them listed on RedEyesMembers.com. If you click on the sign up button when you've set up your account, you can see all the different methods and stuff like that. Uh, but if you want to uh, pay in with a cryptocurrency that we don't have listed on the website, just send us a, uh, a an email and request which one you would like to use. And we most likely uh, are able to uh, accept it. We do have a, a PO box as well that you can check out. Address right there on screen. Uh, otherwise, boys and girls, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Always a pleasure having you with us. Uh, we'll have next up Weekend Warrior. Uh, we usually do that on Sundays. That's our exclusive show for members. We have 180, what is it, 187 of those uh, in the archives right now. Could be good to see. 187. Yes, that's right. So we're doing uh, 188. Uh, coming up here this Sunday. Plenty to talk about. We had some stories here today. We didn't have time to get to with Tim, uh, but that's fine. A lot of good uh, stuff today, though, that came out. So thank you, everybody. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Much love to all of you. Keep, keep your faith up. Keep fighting. Keep pushing back. Help awaken our people. Keep fighting, and we will win. See you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Take care. Have a good one. Do you love red ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a red ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like Red Ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.